What's up, everybody? Welcome to Flagrant 2, No Easy Buckets Analysis by Assholes, Water Cooler Commentary for Your Sports Needs. And this week's podcast is brought to you by Comedy Central's Roast Battle Podcast. Okay, that's right. It's Comedy Central's Roast Battle Podcast. Now, if you've seen Jeff Ross uh, presents Roast Battle on Comedy Central and you thought the comedians were a little bit too mean, you ain't heard nothing yet, all right? Because if you join Brian Moses and DJ Coach T for Roast Battle, the podcast, as they give an in-depth look at the hit international TV series, as well as weekly live shows and interviews from the world-famous comedy store in Hollywood, California, you're going to see, matter of fact, hear some uh, insensitive jokes. You're going to hear some politically incorrect jokes. But every joke you hear comes from a place of love. They probably don't. They're probably just roasting the motherfucker's ass off that they don't like. (laughs) Maybe they do like it, but it doesn't matter because y'all used do it on flagrant too so listen to the roast battle podcast for all the behind the scenes action every wednesday in your podcast feed you already like the flagrancy here you're going to get some more flagrancy over there give that a listen all right let's start the show what's up everybody Welcome to Flagrant 2, No Easy Buckets, water cooler commentary for your sports needs, analysis by assholes, I flipped it. I flipped it, this one, I had to change it up, you know what I mean? We got a very special episode today, actually, matter of fact, it was supposed to be more special. Right. It was supposed to be way more special, but I had to push back an hour. That's on me. I had to push back an hour, and then we lost our very special guest. We were going to have Mandy from Horrible Decisions here, a girl who was deeply affected by Alex's lies. Word. <laughs> <laughs> by Word. Alex's blatant lies. Word. And uh, mistrust. Word. You know what I mean? Right. And that's fabrications. What, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> now, but in all seriousness, we had a fun prank on Wheezy a couple episodes, which you guys all heard. Um, Wheezy is the other girl from Horrible Decisions where we were saying that Alex had sex with Mandy trying to get Wheezy jealous. Right. Mandy took it a certain way. Right. Okay. She, to be fair to Mandy, we probably should have said that they didn't have sex right after the prank was over. Right. But the prank kept kind of going throughout the episode. That's what so, we do. You draw well, out the laughs. Of course, we draw it all the way out. Yeah. All the way out. <laughs> so I wanted to have Mandy here so she could reconcile with Alex because she was very upset at Alex. Okay. I don't know why. Listen, because you're a jerk. <laughs> okay. You're a pig. You're a pig. You're a monster. I didn't okay? say a goddamn thing that episode. Yeah, oh, oh, that that was the problem. <laughs> you didn't say enough. Okay? <laughs> you just let me go making all these jokes. <laughs> you just gonna not stop me? <laughs> you're you're in law enforcement. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's true. Protect and serve. Protect bro. and serve. Ooh. Mandy's sitting there unprotected. And violating. I'm, I'm, vi- oh, wait, what? Nah. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Wait, hold on now. Hold, wait, hold, hold on. Hold on a second. I'm not too crazy. <laughs> so. All right. Alex term. comes here. What'd you say? The street term, violating. Oh, the street term. Oh, street Alex, term. Okay, cool. Alex com- comes here today. Ready to reconcile, Akash. Is he not ready? To He's reconcile? ready to reconcile. Akash. Can you just begin to describe the outfit that Alex has worn? Alex has been known to wear some wild outfits. Alex looks like Ryan Gosling in The Notebook. Straight up and down. You know, Alex, what? You know what? That was the look I was going for. I knew for. it. Don't act like I don't know That was Randy the look movies. I was going for. Act like I ain't seen The, the Notebook <laughs> multiple times. Yo, you know what you look like? The legend of no swagger vans. 
<laughs> oh wait, you ain't to the dragon. <laughs> you, you, you gotta come in front of the camera so they can see no swag advance what you look like. That's gotta be a meme. Y'all gotta get Alex that. Alex, too brolic to be dressing like this. Yeah, I know your biceps don't fit into blazers. Come over here. <laughs> come over here, bro. Let's see the whole thing. Now nah, this hides how brolic Alex is. You look oh, man, pure cuck. Dude, look at this shit right here. You can't here, even bro. get the. Oh my God! You look like you're selling expensive real estate with other gay guys. <laughs> <laughs> Property bros, literally, bro. He looked like he just got gay. <laughs> <laughs> like you trying it out? Like yeah. you trying to turn your straight shit gay? He's just, he got some work khakis. Like let me roll it up, show some ankle. He got the boat shoes on. Come on, no, Al. It was a special episode, man. I wanted to son the look guy nice brought, for our guest. The guy brought. A dozen roses. It's actually very romantic and sweet of you, Alex. You're Son, a good dude. I mean, roses. You like, brought roses. I'm a good person, man. I, I was making up that way. for the Andrew's guy, joke. The guy brought <laughs> a croissant. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> With, I don't see what's romantic about a croissant. Yo, this, he brought variations. He My brought man got variations of Sweet and savory. Did, he got I a croissant did. sandwich. He got like two almond different croissant. types of croissants, Yo. which I think is very disrespectful because you know how much she's been on a grind with no, the weight loss. No, but that's nah, why I did nah, it. Nah, nah, I was like, yo, she's been putting in so much work and you see... You want a cheat day? Yeah, you know. Yeah, well, maybe if you didn't cheat on your dick a couple weeks ago, <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't be in this predicament. Oh, man. You know what I mean? This guy's bringing croissants. He got the whole outfit. I mean, you just put a major. Alex effort. wanted to get in front of the camera today. He did, yo. Alex is tired of being behind the mic. Yo. Alex is tired of being just the producer. <laughs> He's tired of having nah. to tell that to people. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just the video <laughs> man. So. I'm just the cameraman. Son, man. We get comments. We get comments on this. Room. <laughs> then they go. They go. We gotta have like a little camera. This on Alex oh, so yeah. we can see how he reacts. You know, Alex be burning his eyes <laughs> looking at them comments. <laughs> 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 yeah. you know, look at them comments like, oh, I got Schultz. I hope you see this. Yo, yo, takes a screenshot, crops out that comment, sends it to his homies. Yo, they want me, dog. They need me. They we need should, me. Though. A little picture in picture with Alex would be yo, good. It might nah. be a little something. We got to work some. We could give you a little uh, little GoPro. Nah, I like being the white video man. The white video guy. Yeah, you're yeah. safe. You're safe I'm out here safe. in the streets, bro. I'm the only white guy who can say nigga. <laughs> I already see the comments. I swear, at minute 11, Schultz said the... <laughs> oh, anyway, so we're going to get Mandy here, probably when we're back from Burning Man. First of all, first of all, shouts to trans When people. are you going to Burning Man? Well, hopefully. <laughs> this motherfucker done ruined my year. Yo. One vacation a year. So don't like put this, this shit on yeah, me, bro. That shit is I put my the address correctly. They fucked up. Nah. They I think up. Alex got scammed. Yo, we were I'm on pretty the same sure website together. I think together. he went to like a bogus website by accident or some shit. Basically, what happened? We get the burn. What happens is this: there's a lottery for the Burning Man tickets because everybody right. wants to get them for the cheap ones. The cheap ones like four hundred a pop. Right. I go on my phone. This is right after Brilliant Idiots. I go on my phone. I'm trying to get it, and basically, it's a little green man, and he's walking down the street. And when he gets to the end of the street, you get the tickets. My green man not even walking. <laughs> my green man just looking at buildings, bro. This Motherfucker is... seated on a bench. Bro, bro yeah, he found, he found he some place these croissants. <laughs> he not going to Burning Man. He don't even want to go. <laughs> Alex's, Alex's walking man is f like 
race walk. It is quick. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, he was probably black. He was black. <laughs> that, that was the difference after all, son. <laughs> Get him a cutaway! <laughs> so, we're, we're, the guy's walking. My guy doesn't reach the end of the time. It goes, there's no more tickets. Alex guys reaches it. We get the tickets. Nobody gets the fucking tickets right. in the initial drawing. I'm telling you, it's rare. But I wasn't skeptical. I was like, maybe it's some diversity. Alex got great luck. Maybe it's yeah, luck. I really do have great luck. Though. All right, all right, all right, son. All right, <laughs> I'm, son. Just, I'm just saying. You right, won a housing son. lottery. That's the New York City My fucking- My man stays winning That's the lotteries. Willy Wonka golden right. ticket in New York City. Dude, Is imagine, the housing lottery. But imagine he and, played the real lottery. Like, this guy's <laughs> fucking around with Burning Man and an apartment for 1500 Yo, a month. how you the one black guy who don't play the lottery? Right? And you got all the, the black luck. You got the black, you Yo, Like, come on, bro. I need to. The other week, I won a lotto for Hamilton tickets. The gayest shit you can win the lotto forever. Yo, that love, show was bro. amazing. No, it's a great show. I've cried listening to the album. I actually went to go see it. My homie was Hamilton. You know what's really Shout funny? Shout to Javon McFerrin. This is how phony comedians are, right? <laughs> you went to Hamilton? That's some bullshit. You went to Hamilton? <laughs> no, it was actually pretty dope. Yeah, you're right. I'm not going to lie. I actually <laughs> went. My boy is actually Hamilton. So everything is we close to everything. Oh, My point is this. This shit's hot. Yeah, you get hot. Supposed to get the tickets, they don't show up. But Alex doesn't say anything to me. I'm like, yo, where are the tickets at? Where are the tickets at? Finally, you go. Yo, you be nagging about that shit too. You like a girlfriend with that shit. Oh my Son, god, bruh. Uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, let me ask you a question. You oh know how god. much the RV yeah, costs? What, you know what a woman would do? You don't <laughs> ask me questions. Mad <laughs> 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 <That's> questions. <laughs> and they started just like that. <laughs> let me ask you a question. Ready? No, let right, me ask <laughs> Look how I'm sitting. Look how I'm sitting. Look how I'm sitting. My fucking thigh showing, legs crossed. I got thigh showing, legs crossed. I got a shirt that says men don't cheat on it. <laughs> I'm drinking coffee with my pinky out. You might be onto something, Akash. You might be onto something. All I'm saying is this. I'm invested deep in this. Of course. Like, you love Burning Man. That's not only thing. do I love it's my one year, every year, my one little week, I get away from everything and then I come back, I could grind 20 hours a day after that piece, I get it out. But now I'm financially invested because I get the RV. You know how much the RV costs? How much? 4800 Damn. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're not paying that. You know what I mean? Shout then out we to got, you. then we got you paying a little. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then I got. You, you're recording though, right? It's gonna be like a vlog thing. No, or not? I'm not even having wow. my phone. This is just, this is just. I don't even want my phone there. I mean, Andrew you, is a fucking great friend. Yo, come on, bro. I mean, he's paying for his shit. I'm just bringing yeah, him aboard. Like, you know what I mean? But you're paying for the RV. I'm gonna pay the majority of the RV. He's not gonna be like when it was just gonna be the two of us. I was going to pay two-thirds of it. I was going to only hold you accountable for what? I said, what, 1500 to you? You never told me a price, actually. You lying, son. <laughs> you did. Basically, I was going to hold you accountable for what you thought you were going to pay going into it. Got you. And Because it, it, it was on me if we didn't get another person. Now it looks like we might have two more people, yet we still haven't gotten our tickets yet. Right. So. Uh, who's coming? Oh, I, we we'll can't say. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. You might know these people. I figured. You know what I mean? It might be in the it might be in the public eye. I figured. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? All I figured. Right. But at Burning Man, it might be a completely anonymous situation. That being said, we will quadruple the black population at Birmingham Man this year. Oh shit. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes my yes, people. Yes, yes. yes, yes. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> now he black all of a sudden. Now he jumped back over, right? <laughs> so we haven't gotten any tickets. It's a week away. 
I'm emailing like crazy. They haven't responded. You're not even worried. I'm out here buying boas. Everything works out. Everything always works out. That's my philosophy on life. I really no. I've been telling people that all the time. Things have a funny way of working out. I'm scared. (sighs) Fuck to be going. You don't have to be scared that to be going. experience is terrifying, but this kind of shit usually works itself out. Yeah. Oh, my God. You really, you really think that they'll send it to us? Yeah. You're 100% confident? You I'm have 100% it. confident. It's, but it's like and the Burning Man app or whatever the fuck, right? It's like their official thing. And if anything, like... No, this is what I think. I, I mean, this is what I would do if I was a hustler, if I was a scammer, right? Same, if I was a hustler, the scammer, same day. what I would do I'm is... Skeptical ass. Say what? No, I was saying on the same day, just have like a fake website no, that looks like it. Oh. No, this is why it's even the next step further. This is how catastrophic my thinking is. We're talking about how we're, on a, we're going to Burning Man on the podcast. So now a motherfucker knows that we're going to Burning Man on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay? We haven't got the tickets yet. Right? Mm-hmm. Did they reach out to you and say they're going to send the tickets? Yes. Okay. Fake website reaches out to you saying they're going to send the tickets. Right? You say... Hey, I haven't gotten the tickets yet. And then they go, what is your ticket number? They take that ticket number. They hit up the real website and go, yo, can you switch the address? I actually don't want my tickets to be delivered here. They get our you tickets. How, yeah, but how fast did you get that confirmation email? Like pretty quickly after you won the lottery? No, no it is confirmed. <clears throat> what I'm saying is someone is sneaking in and taking our tickets that were no, really bought and confirmed. But they would have to hit you up like right after you won the lottery. No, no, it's months later. We won a lot of months ago. Yeah. So there's plenty of time in between to be like, hey, we're about to send those tickets. You got an email afterwards saying you won the lottery though, right? Yeah. Like right after, right? We got the confirmation about the tickets. What I'm saying is the tickets are real. Okay. What I'm saying is a third party came in because we've been talking about on the podcast and was like, hey, we're going to send you the tickets. So now we've started the internet. You are really overestimating the people who go to Burning Man. Son, they're yeah, either it, successful business people who don't probably don't listen to your podcast or don't give a fuck about it, right? About your little four hundred dollar tickets, <laughs> or it's abject fucking losers right. who have wasted any potential they have and have no chance of doing anything that requires thinking. And I emailed them directly. So how can a third party? All right, fine. Come I'm into have the faith. email chain. We, we have a few more days to get these fucking tickets. Yeah. Everything's already purchased. Our flights are already purchased. Every, we got to make it, it happen. It's going to work out. We gotta, gonna we're blow, Thursday I'm going to blow night. their shit up. It's Thursday. Yeah. Oh, we haven't even gotten the tickets yet. So even if they're like, yo, we send them, they're not there. Now you got three days. Thursday or Friday? Say what? Really Friday. Thursday, son. Oh, fuck. I got to call out Friday. No, no. It's a late night flight. It's after your work. Saying Friday. Yeah, but I got to call out Friday. Oh, duh. I thought the tickets were. I thought we were leaving Friday night. I don't know. We're Check. Gonna... I'm pretty sure you said Friday night. Nah, you right. It might be Friday night. Yeah. My bad, son. Anyway, sorry to 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 throw a fucking crossbow in this. Basically, what I was trying to say is the trans community has helped me in that shopping for Burning Man is much easier now that they're popular. <laughs> oh, I got you. Boas and shit are everywhere. Son, the lipstick first year, all over the place. Trans wasn't popping. And yeah. I'm in the ladies section of these thrift stores, and then people are like, I don't know if I should talk to da, da, da. Wait, you're saying the wrong thing. Not trans, drag community. Not trans, is popping. Yeah, but I mean, trans people don't dress weird. This is why he don't get a camera. <laughs> it's people in drag that are over the point. top. Yes, but let's say you're a person transitioning. You're going to appear, you, you're going to appear. Transitioning! 
<laughs> Sorry, I didn't, it was the worst. As I said it, I was like, this ain't funny. So, I want to say it anyway. But let's say you're transitioning, right? You are you, Alex, and you're transitioning to a woman. You haven't become <laughs> womanly yet. You want to dress like it. You're going to be wearing women's clothes. Bro, that's drag. I'm not going to get into this. This I is a sports show. I think you it's can not drag. It's only, it, that's a whole different yeah, conversation. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Go. shouts to the trans community. So, so thank you for making it whoever. more yeah, understandable. Thank you, I appreciate you. So basically, you're coming out in a bunch of women's clothes. No, but I'm not getting into this. I don't even want to discuss You'll understand it. when you get there. I want to know how you're going to feel about the other black people there. Because they're going to be like coffee shop black dudes. You know what We're I mean? We're going to hold hands the whole time. <laughs> 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 just protect Yo, each other from these white bro. people. Yeah. You'd be surprised. I'm telling you, Bernie Man no, always so surprises you. Here's part of the reason why I'm now I'm a little bit nervous because shout out to Kaz, the Duce Palooza crew or whatever. I went to that party yesterday. Okay. Kraken? It was in this place, Brooklyn Mirage, some outdoor huge fucking venue. Yeah. This shit is packed. Kraken. Duce Palooza is crazy. Crack. Yeah. So that shit is I'm, black I get there maybe around like five... You know, it's people in there. It's a good time. Everybody having a good time. Like 45 minutes later, this place is packed. I can barely walk around and shit. Yeah. My anxiety kicks in like crazy. And I'm yeah. like, I got to get the fuck out of here. And now if that shit happens in Burning Man, I can't go nowhere. I'm stuck. So this is something that you might not be familiar with about Burning Man is there's a lot of drugs. There. Yeah, that's exactly what uh, I was thinking. You could pop a molly. You could be chilling. Uh, At any point in time, you can take something that would make you feel comfortable gotcha. in any environment. But I'm in law enforcement and I don't do drugs. That's good. That's true. Yeah. That's good to know. That's I mean, true. we know that's a lie. <laughs> you know, it's absolutely, absolutely. But anyway, Burning Man, if any of you people listening work for Burning Man, excuse me, or your friend works for Burning Man, just have them get back to us, please. Yes, please. I'm, I'm actually stressed out. I don't want to be stressed out. I want this to just be like a nice, relaxing thing. So please help us out with that. Um, let's just do that. Shouts to Vancouver and Seattle. But I was in doing shows this weekend there, dude. I thought of theaters. A, That's amazing. One theater, but that was cool in Vancouver. That yeah. was so sick. But uh, I thought of a joke a fucking day late, and I'm so bummed about it. What I did it in the Vancouver show, but it would've been so great to do it in Seattle. Right. It was a good joke. So I went to that shit. I posted it this week uh, on my, you know, 52 weeks of comedy, that kind of shit. But I went to this uh, Seattle, you know, the fish market from Real World. Yeah, yeah, There's that scene where they throw yeah. the fish, You gotta right? catch it. And then uh, they actually catch it, or you could catch it. But okay. the idea is, like, they lay the fish out on one place, and then they throw it to the guy who wraps it up for you. Right. Right? And um, when I saw it in Real World, it looked super far away. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, oh, that's why they throw it, because it's so far. Yeah. It's literally a yard away. It's three feet away. Right. It's not, it's nothing. You could just hand it off. Right? right. And then my joke that I thought of the day later was what is it about Seattle when you're a yard away? You can't. Hand it <laughs> <off>. <laughs> that's good. That's fucking good. Oh my God. That's so fucking good. Oh, fuck. So, that's so fucking so I'm good. I'm on stage in Seattle just saying it's three feet away. I'm just over and over. I keep going. It's three oh, feet away. And I didn't fucking, fucking think sucks. Like, later at the bar, a dude at the bar comes up to me uh, that, that came to the show and he's like, dude, I thought you were going to kill us for the Seattle thing with the three feet away. And I was like, oh my fucking God. Or the yeah. Seahawks thing with yeah, the yeah. three feet away. Like, that's the fucking joke. And it's just one of those things like, 
I'm uh, sure you feel this. Yeah, I've had that happen. Where you're talking and you're right on the cusp of a great joke, yeah, yeah, and then you just don't put it together. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't do the two plus two. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. so fucking and crazy. It's right there. Oh, it's, it's infuriating. Like, and one of the cool things I'm sure you do this when you go into a city is like, I like to have a unique take on something that they've thought of a million times. I try to. Right, so like every local comic there, everybody has has probably yeah. had a joke about the the Seahawks right. or about the fish market, or like a. Like a thing that I don't think they realize is crazy. Of course. Yeah. Then, then you tap into the fish out of water right. thing a little bit, right, which right. is also great. But like like for DC, the Marion Barry shit. Right, right, right. Right? Like I wanted a take on yeah. Marion Barry, who was their mayor who had like just for anybody listening, who uh, back in the day they had this mayor who uh, got caught with hookers and smoking crack, went yeah. to jail, then came out and got reelected. Yeah. Right? And then uh, my take on that was uh, someone lost to him. Oh, that's good. Right? Like, yeah, so there's yeah. like, it's like, it's like, what can I do that you haven't done, but is right in front of right. your nose? Right. You know? And, uh, and I fucking was a day late. Imagine having that bit in <clears throat> Seattle with all the Seahawks fans oh, right good. fucking Fuck. there. Was that so the theater show? I know. I did at Vancouver the next okay. day because there's a bunch of Seahawks right. fans there too because it's right. only a couple hours away yeah, driving. Yeah, yeah. And then I watched Canadian football. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't even know if it's good or not, Canadian football. Have you watched? No. No? God, no. Canadian sports? Well, I give a fuck. I'm not a hockey fan. Yo, you know what I've realized about Canada? Like, we give them a hard time. You're doing something good as a country if the best thing people can say about you is, you guys are nice. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> like, the only knock on Canada is, you guys are polite and nice. Yeah. Like, they gotta be doing something okay. Of course. I don't think any of us would mind living there outside of the weather. Yeah, the weather's fucking trash. But I'm just saying Canadian sports, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. No. Right, whatever, I feel you. Americans treat Canada like a like a big-ass state. Like any talent that comes out of Canada, we're not like, oh, he's from Nova Scotia. He's from Vancouver. No, we're like, he's oh, he's Canadian. Canada. Yeah, That's yeah, why yeah. we think Canada killing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're counting the whole fucking country like it's a state. Yeah, yeah, like it's yeah. New York City. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. a city even. Drake, oh, the weekend. They ain't grow up in the same fucking place, probably. Yeah. How many people are in Canada? Man, like 12 in my mind. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. <laughs> no, it does feel like everybody's from Canada and Hollywood. Like Ryan Gosling is from Canada. He's Canadian? Ryan Gosling's Canadian. Seth Rogen is Canadian. Who's the other good looking ass dude from Canada? Ryan Reynolds is Canadian. Yo, that shit shocked me. Yeah. He's from Canada. Yeah. Shit, I didn't know that. Bro, they're all from Canada. Jim Carrey, Canadian. Yeah, Michael J. Fox, Canadian. Michael J. Fox, Canadian? Yeah. But Maybe it's a whole he, country, though. Yo, but here's the thing with Michael J. Fox. Maybe he doesn't have that disease. Maybe he's just chilly. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, yeah. nobody thought about that? Like, nobody thought, like, oh stop filming the he's show. He's just so in, used to shivering his yeah, whole life. Yeah, stop filming the show in Quebec City. It's north. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Bring him down to San Diego. What it, What happens if he just uh -huh. went down to San Diego? Who's like, ooh, okay, I'm good. That's what's up. Get him a Canada goose. Uh, yeah, you ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, I just thought it was so cold in Canada that became like his thing. Like that's just what happened. His just body is shivering. It. Just used he a little guy. It's hard to keep warm when you a little guy. But why why has there not been like a great uh, Canadian Harlem shaker? <laughs> Right, like, right. They're all from Harlem and shit, but there got to be one Toronto dude or from Super Harlem North. Who's there like, oh, is I got this Michael guy. J. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> My man could get an award. Oh, he throws a neck in his shit. It affects his speech. He goes so hard. Make this money. Take this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. He's right. <laughs> anyway, I fucks with Canada, man. It's cool to go to these like super liberal ass places. 
because they were kind of obnoxious. Oh yeah. Like what I've noticed about Seattle specifically is like they think they're so free, but they got more rules. Explain. I probably will agree, but explain. Right. Like this idea is like, oh, we're being progressive and free and you yeah. can do whatever you want here yeah. and be whoever you want and think however you want, but you can't use straws. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Vancouver, literally Vancouver has places where heroin addicts can go. The government sponsors it where they can inject their heroin, yeah. get their heroin tested, <clears throat> yeah. do all these things. Right. That's, that is completely legal that, there. The crazy. government is helping you do heroin. Uber, too much. <laughs> no Uber. They got no Uber? No Uber. Why? Fam, it's like some taxi union thing. Like they're t protecting taxi drivers. Wow. And I know, bro, let me tell you something. It's amazing how comfortable we get with new technology. Oh, yeah. That's part of why robots are going to kill us. Uh, I'm with you on that, 100%. But, like, I was going to the show. show had to be there at 7.30. I walk out the hotel, 7.10. I'm like, I'll just get an Uber. There's, like, there is no Uber. And I'm just like, <laughs> do I just not go to the show? How do I... How do I go places? I, can I run this? Son, I put my thumb up. I thought I was gonna have to hitchhike. Son, I'm asking. I asked the guy at the hotel. I was like, "Can you call me a taxi?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'll call you a taxi." I'm like, "How long will it take?" And he goes, "I don't know." <laughs> so it's crazy the world before Uber. Like, Are you we, opening the show? Say what? Seven thirty one. You're supposed to go on, or when the show starts? Show starts at seven. I, I, I'm not gonna miss it. Obviously, I got there and the taxi came in five minutes. But like, it just shows you how crazy oh, the world so used to be. It's. Have you ever lost your phone? The first day is the fucking worst day of your life. Why? What happened? The what third you day you feel amazing, but the yeah, first yeah. day you're just like always reaching for it. There's always things you want to do on your phone, yeah. and you're just like, "What do I do in my life?" Yeah, it's a breakup. I don't have friends. Yeah, everything. First is day done. sucks. Third day, whoo. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, I don't need a phone. I just got an iPad. You know what I mean? I don't need a main chick. I just need a chick. I just need a chick at the house. I don't need to walk around. Man, that's, that's that's all an iPad is. Is a booty call. <laughs> you there for the important shit? iPhone is a relationship, fam. I'm already in one. Get me the fuck out of this second one. I'm trying to get rid of my iPhone every day. Get a flip. I want to flip, dog. That's, really? When I'm it, when I'm really like where I want to be in my career, like close enough that I'm like, you know what? I'm good. I'm getting rid of this shit so hard. Really? Chuck it out a fucking window into a river. You hate it. I hate it. Are you on it a lot? I'm on it all the time. I'm addicted. Really? Like a crackhead who just needs somebody to take the pipe from him. All right. Well, a retweet every once and one again would be nice. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ bro. If you're Damn. on it so much. I just joking. I retweet this guy so much I get paranoid about it. I'm like, do people think Yo, I'm going to fuck this dude? No. Have you ever had yes. people? <laughs> you, you don't? <laughs> Not publicly. Does this make a difference? <laughs> we like to call that a dozen roses, Akash. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yo, can I can I point something out? Yes, go. Kaz gone so much we didn't even oh. say he was gone. Oh, yo, oh <laughs> shit! That's so true. Oh fuck. Yo, Kaz, we yo. miss you, bro. We're, Kaz was supposed to be with us today, but he's on WWE duty, man. And they they changed it to make him go in early. Yeah, and then Andrew also had to push up. I had to push up an hour, but yeah, it was also. But at the same <laughs> you know, time, you know we got to lock down his schedule shit because you flew in early. I got up at 3 fucking 30 in the morning. Fam, I flew back. I was going to spend another day in Vancouver. Oh, shit. Yeah, but I came back so I could record yeah, with yeah. last night late so I could record with you guys this morning. 
So now we could have both spent an extra day with. I would have loved to spend with my mom, fam, in you Dallas. You know what uh, WWE chilling. probably did? What they probably didn't move it up. They just told him an earlier time because he's always because he's black. <laughs> Yo, this motherfucker. We film something. We can what? talk about this because it's what gonna be on it? the show. Don't 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 jinx. Don't jinx. Don't jinx. Okay. Well, I mean, because we got good shit. We got good shit. No, I'm just saying it's gonna be on the episode they air. Oh, it's guaranteed getting aired. Yeah, that episode oh. is guaranteed getting aired. Oh yeah, so we got to get right, the assholes cool. to watch. Yo, assholes! Cool opportunity came through. CBS yep, yep. Sports fans of the podcast, they listen to the podcast. They see the movement. They see the army. They see what's going on. And they, oh fuck, I forgot to do a uh, an ad. Remind me. Okay. We got to put it in the beginning. Um, and they hit us up. Akash, they hit Akash up. Yep. And I think they hit us all up, but I'm the only one who responded. Akash responds. I'm the only one not working. <laughs> I be on my email every five minutes. That's that's why I'm addicted to my phone. I said checking my email for money. Money. Never money in that motherfucker. <laughs> Ain't never no money in that bitch. Yeah. Motherfucking seamless keep emailing me. Get the fuck out of my email, seamless. Real talk. That's why I don't like opening my mailbox. Besides the disappointment with the tickets. <laughs> Anytime I open a mailbox, it costs me money. You know what I mean? I open the shit. They're like, you got to come to jury oh, I duty. Hate, I hate regular mail. Paper mail? Fam. Fuck no. Because no, if anybody wanted to, I don't know, give you something, they'd just send you an email or yeah. something. like. There'd yeah. be no reason. But anything in that mailbox costs my oh, A. You didn't pay it. this doctor's bill. Fam, I go months without checking my email. Oh, my it's the mail. best. Months. It's the best. It's just coupons. I still haven't paid the hospital from when I was sick that time. Six months. I just don't be checking. Oh my god. Yeah, oh. I don't even. I don't even open how, mail. How much that? Oh, like I just look at it, look who it's from, and, and just chuck it. Chuck, chuck yeah. that shit. Exactly. That's how you treat your family. <laughs> what the fuck? You know what I mean? That's how you treat your mom. Writing you nice ass letters and shit like that. Your mom writes you letters. Son, Mandy would write him love letters. Oh, come on. <laughs> come joking, on, joking, everyone. Okay. Rumor on the street was that that Weezy tried to throw you some pussy though. Oh, we're not gonna do that. <laughs> every yo now every joking. Time, every time either one of them posts like one of their thirst trap shit, yeah, yeah. people just fucking tag me. Oh, so you're they calling their post yeah. thirst traps? Wow. God damn, Alex, Dude, that's oh, fucked man. up. You fucked Mandy once, and no, now all of a sudden no, it's a no, trap. I did not. No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mandy. This is a joke. Yes. We are joking. <laughs> it was twice. I missed Look, the whole episode. It the was first two joke times. It was. Two times, okay? <laughs> back to back. No, never happened. Oh crack to crack. <laughs> black to black. <laughs> Rap is easy. <laughs> That's why I should have known it was a lie. I don't fuck no black girl. Oh, Yo, fuck. that was the joke. <laughs> Love you, Mandy. That was a joke. That didn't happen. Nah, I gotta put around. that disclaimer out every time. Mandy's coming Stop out. It. Mandy's Yo, coming she back next week. Killed me though. Next week. Yes, I or, can't. Or wait. we'll be in Burning Man maybe two weeks. I get to dress like a cuck again. Yes, you do. <laughs> but yeah. you loved it. Don't. Oh, laugh I, like do, you I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the legend of no swagger, Vance, bro. Yeah, you know, Vance or Vance? Vance. It is Vance. Yeah. Shout to Will Smith. Yeah, man. Legend, leyenda. Anyway, CBS. CBS. CBS Sports Cable Channel. CBS Sports hollers at us. They're like, yo, you guys are great. We want to make, make a show with you guys. Can you come in and make a pilot? We're like, all right, bet. But we got to do it the way we do it. They're like, okay, but there's certain situations. Obviously, you can't have the complete flagrancy that you would have 
on the podcast. Correct. We go, of course. But what we could do is funnel that flagrancy into certain topics, certain situations. So we found a way. It's not going to be flagrant too. Nothing's flagrant too. But we found a way to talk our shit. And this first segment that we recorded was dope. It was dope. It was funny. Of course, Kaz was literally an hour late. Here's what killed me. (laughs) <laughs> to a to a TV show taping. <laughs> Son, we started taping a TV show without him. TV, you're like, you're not supposed to be late at all. Yeah. I'll be like five, ten minutes late, and they don't, they hate that shit. Mm-hmm. I was three minutes late to this one. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, 203. But first they email us and say, Can y'all do 12 to 3? I say yes. Cass, I got no I got nowhere to be. I say yes. <laughs> I say yes, please. I'll be there all day if you need me. Cass says yes, 12 to 3. Andrew says, yo, I can't. Can we do 2 to 5? Cass says yes. I say yes, we're good. Cass, who committed to 12 o'clock, shows up at 3.30. <laughs> 2 to 5. Shows up at 3.30. Coming in hot. Son. Fucking <laughs> neck pillow on. Yo, yeah. the fuck you got a neck pillow on for, fam? The fuck? That's disrespectful almost. You adjusting comfort? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. You catching a nap in the cab, dog? <laughs> Fucking come some kind of camera ready. So we basically record half of this, maybe more than half of this, without Kaz. Then Kaz comes in, record the other half. We still got to go in and do like the rest of the whole episode. But the- I think it airs Thursday or Friday. So if y'all look it up, CBS Sports. Yeah, we'll tweet about it. We'll Instagram about yeah, it. Yeah, please let see. us know. Support and then make this a real show. Just know that your boys are out here cooking, man. It's because of y'all. Because y'all listen and y'all support and y'all spread the word. So that's a pretty cool situation. And, yeah. And if it's something that we enjoy doing, I mean, this is really what we said to CBS Sports. We were like, listen, if it's something we enjoy doing and we can do it to a way that it's not only fun for us, but it represents kind of what we want to do. Yep. Then, yeah, we'll keep on, we'll keep on doing it. And I think we did that in this first one. The first part was hot. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Yeah. It was definitely hot. I don't want to give it away, but there was yeah. some cool shit. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, I don't know. I think maybe it's time for some deportes, some sport. Yeah. You want to talk a little sport, Akash? We talked a little bit. All right. What we got? Uh, I oh, have... real quick. Can I say one thing? Can we pay some bills? Yeah, of course. Okay. We got to pay some bills because the reality of the matter is... The, the, the real reality of the matter is I found the way to chew. Okay. Mm. I found yeah. a way to chew, bro. It is, I found a way to chew. Take First to of all, all my boys on the chew. My married homies on the chew. Uh, my one homie. Yeah. Shout out to Haney. I'll shout him out. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but, uh, he, he just had a kid. Y'all know Haney from Western Bros. Haney just had a kid, so shout out to Haney. And he literally hit me up after the basketball game. He goes, listen, you know, the wife been, has been on the mend, but come this Saturday, she gets the okay to have sex again, and she's going to destroy me. I'm going to need to chew. <laughs> I'm going to need to chew, bro. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I got you with some chew. I'm telling you, it's not Like, when we go out and we're having dinner, there's at first, there's like skepticism amongst the homies, but they've been hearing me talk about it. Yeah. So I know that they, because they bring up the convo, not me. Right, right, right. So they act like they not, they're right. like, yeah, so, yo, I heard you did some shit with like, <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> So there's like a bone of pill or something? Like, what, what, what exactly was that? And I'm like, oh, okay, you curious. He's like, right. nah, I mean, I don't need it. No, I'm just wondering what's the deal with that kind of shit. And I'm like, bro, I started explaining what it is. And he's like, so let me, so I got to like, 
get online or like how <laughs> hypothetically speaking how would I get hypothetically, it hypothetically it's yeah, like a like promo code it's hypothetically what would that be in this hypothetical world we've conjured son, son. so everybody on board hypothetically let me just tell you guys one thing to do with the chew this shit is this shit is the game changer alright bet okay <laughs> you pop the chew Alex giggling like you did that shit to him. Yo, Zud. Zud, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> so. The only thing pop- burning. Burning, man. Ain't the only thing burning on Alex. <laughs> that hole is? <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Pop the chew. Everybody's like, how do you time? You know, my one boy hit me up. He's like, I'm like, you take it 20, 20 minutes before. When I tell you who it is later, you're going to die laughing. He goes, uh, he married, right? He's like, I'm like, yo, you got to just do it. And he goes, yeah, but I can't tell my wife. I'm like, bro, just tell your wife, bring her involved. The women love to know about the chew. They fucking, I'm telling you, they love being involved, right? Right. I tell him, I go, I go, yo, what you got to do is this. You just take the chew 20 minutes before and then you have sex. And then he goes, but like, how do you know you're going to have sex 20 minutes later? <laughs> right? That's like, the most married uh, shit ever. I go, I go, it's simple. You take the chew, you wait 20 minutes, and then you fuck your wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. You got kids? He goes, yeah, I can't tell you. So, <laughs> so, so basically... This is what this is the other way to do it. One way is to time the 20 minutes. This is the other way. Right when you start hooking up with a girl, immediately when you start hooking up with a girl, you pop a chew. Now you got 20 minutes for it to kick Ooh, in. Oh, all right, I'm with it. Right? Mm-hmm. You get the bop. Get the head off your own dick. Mm. You, no steroids, nothing. That's right. just you. Okay. Right. You nut. In her mouth. (laughs) Right? Or not there, but that's one place. (laughs) Then, I would usually be done for the night. Of course. But the chew starts to kick in. Okay. Nice little sensual massage. Okay. Okay. Right? Okay. Okay. I I once had a girl give me a butt massage. (laughs) <laughs> was your favorite part when she put her thumb in the asshole? So, so first of all, I was like, hey, chill, chill, chill. None of that. But the whole thing seemed like a warm-up to get something in my butt. Like she <laughs> yeah, kept separating my cheeks yeah. and exposing air to my butthole. <laughs> Son, that shit feel mad vulnerable, bro. Yo, when air touches your inner butthole, that's vulnerable. Yo. Bam. I was laying on my stomach. She kept spreading open. I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> it's too descriptive. Son, the, 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 the cold air. Oh, God. Oh, God. No. Oh, God. Son, the air was so cold. I stopped the massage. I turned off the roof, the AC. You said, I need something in there to warm it up. <laughs> No, I didn't want it to be warm. So the so was the girl, the dude who popped a blue chew. Wait, it was filled a guy. That ass up? No, I didn't get filled up. Okay. No, it was just a girl massaging okay. my butt, All but right. she kept opening up my butt cheeks. All right. But then I thought, wait a minute, is this how girls want us to massage them? 
Like, is she massaging me in the way yeah, that probably. she would want a guy to massage her with lots of opening the butt cheeks? Yeah. Right? I mean, ain't, isn't that how you massage? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if you're massaging a girl, what are you doing? Focusing on her shoulders, you bitch? Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> oh, you're supposed to go right to the butt? They get a, oh, they get a you got a knot back. in your back. Let me get that out. <laughs> This will give me some pussy. That's what I've been doing. I've been trying to get the knot out. No. They get a little lower back action and then you go straight to that. Really? Yeah. Son, I'm up by the shoulders and the neck. You doing the chop? Yeah. Son, I'm using the elbow. I'm getting in there. I'm trying to really reduce it. You got some swelling. Yo, for real? Y'all go right to the butt? Yeah, I do a little lower back action. You don't go right to it? No, a little lower back action and then straight to that. You don't even do the shoulders and... Where, where's she stress? Fuck her. <laughs> Guys, where's she had a rough week? That's what the dick is for. <laughs> Listen, I said, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's going to be really stressful? When you don't come. <laughs> you were pent up before <laughs> well you gonna be a penthouse man <laughs> oh fuck oh my god oh man anyway my point is we really evolving with this with this blue chew and you know what I want hmm. I don't even know if I should say it you gotta say it right put it in the universe I want the flagrant too. Blue chew. I want a signature chew. Oh, oh motherfuckers shit. got signature yes, sneakers. Absolutely, motherfuckers got signature baseball mitts. I don't know why that's the next one that came. Yeah, like what? <laughs> I, I ran out of signature. Tennis racket. Flagrant two. Yeah. Flagrant two signature chew. I'm putting that out in the universe. Hell yeah. I'm putting that out in the universe. We just gotta figure out what it would be. A pill to make your cock hard and fuck <laughs> girls. <laughs> what, is, what makes it the flavor to signature? What? <laughs> the package. Yes. <laughs> it's just going to say flavoring two on the package. All right. We'll be I feel like that's pretty easy. Ready? Flagrant two. Flagrant two. That was the name mm. of the episode, right? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit, boy. What you know about it? It's not rubbing your nipples, bro. My bad. My bad. <laughs> anyway, point is, right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free. You already know it. Okay? If you haven't done it already, get the fuck on it. You got to use our special promo code, though, Flagrant. Flagrant is the promo code. You pay $5 shipping, which is nothing. I would pay $50 shipping to get my Burning Man tickets, Alex. Again, that's <laughs> B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code is flagrant. Try for free. Blue Chew. The better, cheaper, faster choice. We got to have a bit, a better slogan that goes with it. Yeah. Blue Chew. You know if you she need dies, it. she dies. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. All right. No, um, but I felt like I got a little self-conscious the other day because a girl I chewed before, mm-hmm. like she didn't know how to say it, but like. She was trying to ask me to Maybe chew you again. you should take the, her, your hand off her mouth. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so she was, like, she was like, yo, you know, you know that thing you told me about? It's like, what are you, what are you doing? You know the, the chew thing? 
Uh, <laughs> this bitch know exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, I know she I'm coyacking ass bitch. Are you acting all coy, bitch? You know what the fuck it is, bitch? It's two words, bitch. Blue, two bitches ain't letters in the space. Bitch, fuck out of here, bitch. You don't get no more chew, bitch. Chewless ass, bitch. Chewless Joe Jackson out this motherfucker. Chewless Joe Jackson. <laughs> oh, gosh, so wild we would, boy. We would try to decide Stupid what Stupid ass, lying ass, bitch. <laughs> Fuck out of here, bitch. Nah, Chew is changing lives, man. That's like an activity now. Like, I'm we were trying you. to decide, like, oh, should we go out or whatever? And so, she, instead of going out, she was this like, is our new, This is going to be our nation's pastime in 100 years, just chewing. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right can we talk some sports please uh is finna be a sport put that shit in the olympics bro maybe i wouldn't mind it i'll tell you the first the first story we got to talk about all right go the hero of the show friend of the show jalen ramsey well that friend of the show somebody we all love though yes we're gonna yeah. get him on here at some point. quarterback ratings <clears throat> yep yeah okay Jalen Ramsey went through and said basically his rating on every quarterback. Yes. Was particularly flagrant with Josh Allen, quarterback for the Bills. Right. Saying basically, I'm paraphrasing, but he sucks. Yeah. Anytime he played big schools in college, he got his ass kicked. He's terrible. We play him this year. I can't wait to play him this year. I hope he plays. Who else did he talk shit about? He said Kirk Cousins was good. Tom Brady, they the thing I said uh, read said all he said was doesn't suck, but, but I, I think, think that's he sarcasm. More compli- no, I think he was actually more complimentary. I think he was like, oh yeah, he's good. He's he obviously doesn't suck or whatever. It's like in full context, it wasn't like that. Yeah, like when you say somebody great, instead of saying someone's great, you're like, yeah, he doesn't suck. Yeah, but I don't even think it was like that. I think it was okay. like it was like more to it. But this man went in at every Eli quarterback Manning, league. Say he's trash. Odell Beckham makes him. Yep. Who else? Wow. Um, Big Ben. He's a. He said he was I, and then uh, he said Lamar Jackson and uh, Carson Wentz are the future. Yeah, they'll be it will be them to every season. Yeah, I wonder who is a better judge of a quarterback than a corner. That's a really that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean it's it's subjective because it's him, but like, right? Yeah, how the fuck are you gonna disagree with this dude? Yeah, he said Joe Flacco was trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, I just think this is the greatest thing I've ever like. Oh, he's amazing for TV, man. He's amazing just for the sport. He's great. I wish the Cowboys picked him. Fuck. Why didn't they? They went. They wanted a running back because they thought they got this offensive line. Let's just basically I mean, build you up didn't do bad with that. With that. Yeah, choice. but fuck. Jalen yeah. Ramsey's so goddamn funny. So does he? Does he eventually start to get some flack for this? At what point in time? When he stops producing. Okay. So. Is okay. I was speaking to Miko about this. She thinks that the corner who plays opposite of him is actually better. Really? Yeah. Yo, kudos to um, Tom Coughlin. Yeah. Like seriously, my man comes in there and immediately changes a franchise in a matter of months. A hopeless, like horrible. They were terrible all the time. We got to figure out. We got to have like a real sports coaching guru on here and explain to us why. Specifically with football, coaching makes such a big difference. Not basketball? I think you can have a first-year coach, when we know for a fact, a first-year coach can bring you to the NBA Finals and you can win the NBA Finals. Right. I think that coaching in basketball... Coughlin for football. Like, when it comes to a really, truly good coach and, like, 
I think it has to do with the fact that no one player affects the game that much. So how do you get all these people? Yeah, it's scheme. It's a lot of scheme. We got 22 moving parts on the field every play. And it's how do I get all of them to work together? Because working together is what creates the effectiveness. Whereas Jordan could just, you could just go to Jordan every single play when yeah, there's eight minutes left in the fourth. Kobe, same thing. Shaq, same yeah. thing. There are certain players that are just so dominant. This game is just much matter. more complex. Now, to be fair, Coughlin's not coaching the Jaguars. But this is also impressive. Most head coaches try to go to the front office. They're not that great. Yeah. Mike Holmgren was terrible. Yeah. Uh, who was the other? It was another guy. Andy, not, maybe not Andy Reid. Normally, this doesn't work out. Oh, Coach the, is going the, front the San Francisco guy. <clears throat> the, uh, didn't they give him front office and coaching uh, abilities? Chip Kelly had it for a Chip, year. Yeah, yeah, Eagles yeah. fired him. Somehow got their old GM back who was really good, and now they got a fucking potential dynasty. But the point is, that's impressive. You don't often see head coaches who are great head coaches. Yeah. Then go front office and change the entire identity of a What's team. What's your theory? Why was he able to do it? I don't fucking know, man. Is he an army guy? I think he might be a military maybe guy. He's so West, maybe there's something he's about him that guy. understands rank. So maybe his skill as a coach was less drawing up plays and more about getting everyone on the same page and preparation. And when you even look at it, they were able to beat arguably the best coach team in the league. Twice. In history. Right? The best coach team in history twice. The Patriots. Why were they able to do that? Maybe Coughlin is a master general. Maybe that's what he is. Maybe it's not X and O with him, but maybe he's like, I can get yeah, all of these men. I do think he's a really good defensive coordinator. But sure. Like, yeah. Sure. I mean, look, you have to be a lead at that level at right. something, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like whether it's offense, defense, there's got to be something that right. you're specifically good at. But maybe what he's capable of is going, hey... I'm preparing for one thing, which is this game. You're going to give me two weeks to do it? You're going to give me two weeks to prepare? I will get all these men to be so dialed in to the exact same singular focus that that's it. My buddy told me, he's a Marine guy, and he had a, he had a I don't know what they what it's called. Um, he, had a, he ran a platoon, not platoon, but he had a whole company, whatever, right. when he was in Iraq. And one of the things they told him in, in the Marines was um, uh, a decision... It was about decision making and focus, right. and it was a de- a a decision that you're eighty percent confident in, but done now with a hundred percent effort is always better than hesitation mm. and waiting until you're a hundred percent right. Right. It's making the decision now and doing and That's executing. Good. That's bars. Right. And I and I'm butchering it, but it said even better. And think about that with football. Yeah. Right. It's hey hey, don't overthink what the play is. Make a play on what you believe it is with 100% effort, and we'll figure it out after that. But instead of just sitting there frozen, like, are they running? Are they passing? Right. Make a choice. Real good. There might be something to it. Yep. To your point about Coughlin, uh, I remember his as a head coach, he wasn't— I mean, he took Jacksonville, actually, to the championship game, like, when they were before. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then in New York, he was kind of floundering. I remember as a Cowboy fan being like— Oh, this is great. I hope Coughlin stays here forever. His players don't really like him. They're never good. Right. Then that year, the year they won the Super Bowl, he had a meeting with his players and was like, what can I change? And basically they were like, you're too strict. You treat us like fucking children. He used to say, if you're not five minutes early, you're late. And then you wouldn't, wouldn't be allowed to the meeting or whatever. Right. So he was like, all right, I'll relax a bit. And that's the year they won the Super Bowl. To be able to change your philosophy, right. my point is, that's the mark of a really... 
Good leader, I guess. Like that's not something you hear about a lot. Yeah, evolution, be able to evolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Being able to and he's an old military dude. Yeah, and that is all about consistency, yes. structure, discipline. discipline. Yeah, I mean he's still pretty tough, right? Because yeah. he 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 sat uh, Ramsey. Yeah, not for a preseason game. But yeah, yeah, it's nothing big. It's if anything's helping. Right, right, right. right? Like, yeah. I think that's easy discipline to lay down. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's sometimes it's like telling my teenage daughter you can't go out with a boy. Like, yeah. all right, I actually love this too. So, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, someone's telling your teenage No, like I'm disciplining my teenage daughter by being like, oh, you can't go on a date with this this guy. Oh, uh, it, it, it helps you yeah, as a father this out. this is the best thing in the world. Of course. <laughs> Very easy no, discipline to lay down. That's a great, I never thought about it like that. Maybe a lot of the disciplines that we do for our kids just benefit us. Like, right? Like, you're not Running allowed. Room. You're not allowed to go to Six Flags this weekend that I was going to have to drive you to. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, like that's what parents oh, always sure. did. Holy shit! For sure. You just fucking opened my mind. Shit. Why is it you always took away things from me that you were involved in? <laughs> right? It was never no more watching TV in your room. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was a, go no, to your room so I don't have to deal with you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. I'm a god. fuck mom. Go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. That's a, that's a good way to parent. Okay, now we're on point. <laughs> More parenting bars here on Flagrant 2. Hell yeah. What else we got, man? All right, so Jalen Ramsey is a hero. Um, Dez Bryant met with the Browns. Yo, why is nobody interested in Dez? I don't know. Did any You guys didn't watch All or Nothing, did you? You know, we should also watch Hard Knocks, side note. Yeah. I keep hearing it's really good. Yeah. But All or Nothing followed the Cowboys all year. I didn't watch it because the year was so bad. I'm like, why would I want to relive that? Yeah, it's punishing. But apparently Dez does not look good in that. Really? He's like just always being dramatic in the with the coaches' meetings or whatever, just like complaining all the time, right. not really being accountable. I listen to the Ticket in Dallas, like I said, radio station out there. They all say that did Dez a massive disservice in terms of getting his next team. Really? I think a lot of coaches already thought he fell off. Then they watched that and they're like, yo, I don't want that and you fell off. That's the thing. We'll put up with an attitude as long as you produce. As long as you produce. But once you stop producing, you are just cancerous. That's the world, fam. Yeah. Like, I remember my first job at, when I was trying to be a comic was selling cell phones. And the guys who sold thousands of dollars or whatever a day, they got to do whatever the fuck. They would go to lunch, get hammered, come back, finish out their shift. Nobody cared. They sold. Right. You produce, you're good. That's the world. Yes. But Dez ain't really produced like that last year or the year before. Yeah. So teams, I think, are just like, nah, I'm not dealing with this headache. He's not going to produce. Maybe there's something to that on the flip side, which is a good character will make up for lack of skill. Maybe. Like, there's a lot of NBA guys, career NBA guys. Right. Right? The guys that just instill Udon uh, Udonis Haslam. He's not producing, right. but he instills a culture. Yep. Right, good character. Right. I think Jawan Howard was part of that. He was in there for years, and you have these guys. Some of them are like the lackeys of a, a star player. Like right. LeBron has his guys that just get to go with him to whatever team. Right, right. You know, Ilgoskis did that for years, and then Jer yeah. James, what's his name, Jerome James or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck right. James Jones or something. James, whatever you know, James James Jones. But like, I think there is something to these character guys that they're just good to have around the locker room. They keep people in check in a way that a coach can't. There's actually, I heard again on the ticket, they did a segment on the study about NBA dynasties. Okay. And what they all have in common. And the main thing was a player like that. <clears throat> a guy who's willing to do the dirty work that doesn't get any glory. A guy who's uh, got the respect of his teammates to call them out. And one or two other things. But Which like, teams? Go. Just dynasties. And it's, that was interesting. Who they didn't the name players. But I was thinking Bruce Bowen on the Spurs. I was thinking Iggy. 
on the Warriors. I know for a fact Derek Fisher was that guy on the Lakers. I remember another article years ago about how he was the one guy who could check Kobe. And he was really important for the coaches because if somebody needed to talk shit and the Kobe wasn't going to listen to the coaches, Derek Fisher, he would listen to. And for the players, if they want to talk shit to the coach, Derek, they would, Derek Fisher could say it for them. Say what you want about Derek Fisher, but I understand why Kobe respected him because Fish hit big shots. Fish hit big shots. Fish put in work. Always in shape. Fish, And he played up to Kobe's ego in the way he was supposed to, but when it came down to you're going to get that kick out and you got to smash. Yep. Yeah, I could see why Kobe respected him. And I could see, I was thinking Iggy on the Warriors. I know he's very important to that team. Wait, and who who won the Bulls, though? Harper? I don't know. Maybe it's Harper. I don't know. That, but that was, they didn't go through, and that's what I wish they had done as a name. Yeah, go guys. through every single one. But that's yeah, what that's I want to know. I, yeah. I mean, the Knicks weren't a dynasty, but like Oakley played yeah. that role. Yeah. You Oakley know, Charles was Oakley yeah. was a tough motherfucker. He protected Pat probably in a lot of ways. Like, you weren't going to go hacking Pat. Right. Ewing, we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Because now you got to deal with Oakley. Right. That was, that was when the NBA was a little bit more violent league. Like, kids who watch the NBA now, they don't understand. You don't really need a protector. You don't need an enforcer like you have in Flagrant hockey. Flagrant fouls now Sorry. were just fouls. That was it. You go to the rim. A flagrant one was legitimately just a personal foul. And this is one of the reasons why it was so exciting to watch a Jordan play above the rim because there was an element of risk. Yeah. When you went to the basket, motherfuckers would clobber you. Yeah. Right? It was rules. There was a set of rules the Pistons had to fuck Jordan up anytime he went up in the air. Jordan still did it. So, like, we were watching. I mean, we were young, but, like, especially even our folks are watching. You're watching a guy literally risk his career when he goes and jumps in the air. Now, a little ticky-tack fat. Like, we hear people complain, oh, the league's so soft. It is much softer. Yeah. We're not talking about a slight rule change. Right, right, right. We're talking about a violent... Motherfuckers were punching each other in the face. Mm -hmm. This is cocaine 80s. You know what I mean? Like, everybody in the NBA was on blow. They were just fighting. What's my man that knocked out Rudy, Rudy Tom Janovich? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Caused him to be an alcoholic. Like, Son, fucked up his whole life. That's it. Game over. CTE. One shot. Bang. Done. So Differently. It's a di- there's a different situation. You needed an enforcer. You needed a tough guy. Lambeer was an enforcer. You needed somebody. Lambeer protected Isaiah. Can I ask you a question? I know we're, we're getting off topic constantly, but how much of this softer league is... We have invested now much more money in these players. They are much more valuable. Ooh, good I club. can't have somebody punching LeBron in the face. This so, guy's worth hundreds of millions of dollars to so everything. So one argument, I'm sure, is uh, with like the Jordan protection, right? Everybody's like, oh, they call anything on Jordan when he gets yeah, fouled. Right. And, and as a businessman, if I'm an owner of an NBA team— That's my most valuable asset. You just look at them like assets. Even if I'm not a bull, because when Jordan comes to my yep. Milwaukee Bucks— yep. It's I'm sold finally out. selling out. The, uh, the Mavs were terrible when Jordan was great. They didn't sell out shit. Jordan came. You can't get that ticket. Mm. And what are these salaries based on? TV rights. Yeah. And if Jordan is playing on TV every single week, doesn't matter, Hell whatever, yeah. everybody's eating off that because it's done equally throughout yep. the teams. It's yep. not like you, literally every team gets an equal share of that TV rights. Yeah. Now, I'm sure you have your own local market shit that you can work right. out short, whatever. Right. So if I'm any owner, yep. on some level, I'm like, protect that motherfucker. Yeah, for sure. Protect, let him dunk. Let him jump yeah. in the air and dunk. We want these high-flying dunks. We want that. I'm sure on some level you see this with a Steph. Here's oh, yeah. this little fragile dude. Yeah. 
hey, we got to make sure that the NBA loves you. He's a good Christian guy with beautiful family, kids, loving, never yeah. in any trouble. Hey, give him the league. He got weak ankles. Let him hold up. I need him running on those ankles. Yeah. I need these Warriors. For real? You know I mean? And I'm, I imagine, and this really is a testament to how massive LeBron is, is that he doesn't get those calls because you literally look at him and you're like, how could a foul affect you? Yeah. But yeah, I, I would not be surprised at all as the league gets more, uh, as the players become more um, expensive, as they're getting paid more. And furthermore, as gambling gets involved because they've legalized mm. it, you're going to see a lot of shit change. Yeah. Ain't going to be no, we're sitting him this game. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know that pop shit where like, oh, yeah, he's a little tired because he played last night. What you mean he's a little tired? I put... $20,000 on a game. I need to know if he's playing or not. Yeah. Oh, his hamstring is injured. How injured? Hmm. I put 20000 on the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. It, you're going to need a lot more information. Informa- you're going to need a lot more transparency yeah. if you're allowing that gambling shit yeah. to come in because motherfuckers are putting real money up. That's a good point. That's a good point. Imagine you put twenty k on a game and then the day of, Pop goes, yeah, we're sitting DeMar, we're sitting LaMarcus. So maybe it's we say like the, the league got soft, everybody's a pussy. Maybe it's not even that. It's just league got rich. League got rich. If I have a Lamborghini, I'm gonna treat it with a lot more care than I'm gonna treat a fucking 1992 Honda Civic. Son, old football didn't even wear helmets. Yeah. <laughs> they wore baseball mitts. These guys, right? They wore the baseball mitt on their head, they, pretty much. We pay them illegal immigrant salaries. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, they didn't even get paid. Yeah. Right? They was they were building a school, and they were like, "Yo, here, block." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they didn't even wear the outfit right, uh, right? There was no stadium, nothing. Nothing. Once it starts making, that's it. Once a sport, you could tell if a sport is successful because it gets soft. Yep. Just like to be honest, pretty much everything. Yep. The more success that you're gonna get, the more eyes that are on you, the more you got to find a way to protect that product. Mm-hmm. I wonder if old guys, we should get an old NBA baller on here and ask them if that's the reason why. Yeah. No, I would uh, listen. I I would love that. I mean, you told me you bumped into Kenyon. This I bumped week. into Kenyon. Shout Kenyon to shout to Jake Kemp at the ticket. He let me hang out. Uh, met him online, cool dude, and he let me come come through. Kenyon was doing an interview. Yeah, I saw this motherfucker walked in the elevator with him, and I I texted I texted y'all. I said I've never seen a person who wants to be talked to less than Kenyon Martin. His whole energy is still. I will beat the shit out of anybody <laughs> I need to. Don't get it twisted. His whole vibe was just. Try me, please. Really? This motherfucker, That's you know, people don't want smoke. Non-smoking section, my man got COPD. What he is that? Wants all the he smoke. wants all the smoke. He wants all the smoke. Yeah, yeah. But then he sat down, gave a great fucking interview, talked to him after, and uh, he said he's in town this week, so let's try to get him on. Did he still have that stutter info. shit? Nah, he was a girl who gave a fucking great interview. Because there was a point in time where Kenyon had like a noticeable he stutter. He might have. I think I, I may remember that, but I was like... <gasps> Honestly, first 10, 15 seconds, he's on his phone of the interview. And I'm like, oh, this guy does not care to be here at all. But then he put his phone down and gave great fucking answers to everything. Just told cool-ass stories. It was dope. He was actually really fucking dope. Yeah. But, yeah, I got his I got his, uh, his assistant or whatever's contact info. We'll see if we can try to make that happen this yeah, week. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be cool dope. to have him Tweet on. at Kenyon if you can about being on Flagrant too. He's a, yeah, definitely. Do. He's one of those dudes who um, has several stories about fighting teammates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not just one. He told he told one about Richard Jefferson. He didn't tell the story, uh-huh. but he just said, we we fought. Did RJ fight back? 
I think they got into a fight. Respect. Respect to RJ. Yeah. I did not see him doing that. Yeah. RJ low-key be doing, like, dude shit you don't think he would do. Like? Fight Kenyon Martin, leave a bitch at the altar. Did this he left the girl at the altar? Yeah. Really? I could see him doing that. Why is that? Because he might want to not marry a girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? uh, no, that was an article that came out. This girl's life was fucking ruined because he just, like, the day of the wedding or whatever was like, nah. Yo. Can you imagine that? Gangster. You think you're about to marry this $100 million motherfucker? Wow. Turns out you're just in Vegas by yourself. Damn. Bitch crapped out. <laughs> yeah, you did. All right, so they, they swung on each other. I heard he almost uh, blinded um, Nene. Really? Yeah, in one eye. Hmm. Yeah, like just knocked his ass the fuck out in practice. Kenny don't give a fuck. Yeah, and Nene, Brazilian and soft. Like, he acts tough and shit like that, but I don't think he wants to smoke. And Kenyon's about it. Kenyon's about it, dog. There was a funny interaction between Kenyon and uh, Jeremy Lin. Mm. Did you see that interaction? Jeremy Lin had the dreads, and he's like, he's like, yo, that's cultural appropriation. You need to stick to your own culture. And then oh, Jeremy yeah, yeah. Lin goes, you got Chinese tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> Benny said that shit over Twitter. Oh, damn right he did. <laughs> he that in, in person. Oh, fuck. He said that too. The guy opened the interview. The guy, his name is Bobby. opened the interview. He said, uh, sorry for anything I might have said uh, while while you were playing, while you were playing the Mavericks in the playoffs in 2009 or whatever. And Kenny was like, oh, yeah, it's a lot of reporters say stuff. And then we get in, we get in a room together, whole different energy. Like, he was just like, I'll fuck up a reporter if he says some shit to me crazy. Dude is just like... Kenny must have spent a lot of his money. I don't think so, actually. I think he's, like, smart. He said a couple times, first and foremost, I'm a businessman. They asked him about Big Three. They said, did you get, like, a percentage of it? He's the first guy to sign on. Ice Cube talked about the first NBA athlete he got to sign on was Kenyon. Yeah. And Kenyon was like, well, you know, I'm a businessman, first and foremost. So I think he's good. And I didn't see him. He came into the 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 studio wearing like whatever. Had a nice watch, but like nothing crazy. Air Force Ones. Is is the big three even making money? Dog, they're doing. They're at American Airlines Center. But they're always at the arenas. I think they got. I mean, they had to have a bigger draw than WNBA. Yeah. And you're only paying three players at a time, not ten, and you're not paying max salaries. Ooh. You You don't need a facility. You don't need anything. You're basically throwing a concert. Yeah. It's a three on three concert. And these guys probably don't even need much money. Like. Like the fuck, it really just goes to show you that the hard hardest part of basketball is running up and down that fucking floor. <laughs> like as an adult that plays ball, when somebody says, "Do you guys want to play threes? I'm like, "Yes, I always want to play threes." <laughs> so, dude, we'll go to some gyms. You know how like some gyms are long gyms. Yeah, that's a some that's something only adults say. <laughs> right like my boys are like yo the game this week it's at Hunter College and I'm like oh is that the long gym yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean you're like fuck the long one is eight feet different but when you play a hard defensive Bruh. game and then there's a fast break and you gotta run down and catch them it's like it's only two points <laughs> do you know what I mean just let them get that shit oh fuck the long gym fucks me up Bruh. long gym a three on three I would we should start a three on three adult league we don't need five on five. Three on the three. The small three. The small three. The small three. Honestly, you Wait. could run it on two halves of the court. 100%. That's a, that dude, that's fucking easy. Two halves of the court, three on three. You have five of your friends. You have inter, you know, dual subs, that kind of shit like that. You get tons of iso ball. You get tons of, you know, putting shots up. You know, there's some certain guys who play in these five on fives and they just don't understand the five on five game. I don't. There it is. And a lot of people like that. And it's like not even that much fun for them, I imagine. 
A three on three, Damn. everybody can get involved. We got to yeah. cut this out. Somebody going to take that. <laughs> Yo, real talk. We might have a business opportunity here. Flagging three. The small three. Small three. I like your small three. The small yeah, three. The small three. I like that. Son, I, when I'm 50 years old, I'm going to be running up and down the court. Fuck a fast break. Bro, I play full court. I played for the first time in like a year yesterday. Oh, you warming up. Kosh, Bruh. ready. Bro. <laughs> How bad? That, it was, first of all, we played in Dallas. Uh-huh. It was like 103 degrees. Oh, outside? And it was, yeah, it was bums. It was oh, that's all, another it was thing all, I don't do at 34. It was all people, it was all people <laughs> like me, bums. Yeah, but you're crazy. But <laughs> you play in, in hot do weather outside? outside. Nah, come on. Yo, but it was, it was five on five. Yeah. But we had three subs because too many people showed up. Yeah. I never seen motherfuckers so excited to sub out in my life. Just constantly, <laughs> and then whenever you had to sub in, everybody yeah. was like, "Hi!" <laughs> Trot out there, shoulders slumped. Yo, I'm telling you, man, that shit is too much. I don't do that no more. I had a, guy, a kid ask me to play when I was, I think it was in uh, Seattle. They're like, yo, you want to go? You want to go play? Some we're on fives. Yeah. Fives, a big ass number, bro. Well, he said fives, right? He was like, you, I was like, yeah, we're gonna run fives. So I was like, where? He goes, he goes, yeah, there's a park. It's like our version of Central Park. And I went, hold on, <laughs> <laughs> hold on. you meant like it, out in the nature, like outside, <laughs> like you want to with the sky? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, we'll just play it there. Let it. It's like outside. Out there school. with the chlorophyll? Nah. You crazy? No, I was like, we're not doing that. <laughs> I don't shoot with breeze. <laughs> no, no, oh, I need fuck. wood. I need polyurethane. <laughs> Come on. Oh, fuck. My legs can't handle it. Dead ass cannot handle. I just started playing for the first time in like three weeks since my hammy injury. Oh, boy. Mm. Play the game. Um. Oh, hey. Uh, follow up on another sports story we what had. What happened? Well, I guess po- post sports story. Somebody get the exact number if I fuck it up. They'll, they'll tell me. Yeah. But I believe Kobe. We, you remember I talked about his post retirement career versus Jordan's? Turning six million into two hundred. Turning six million dollar investment into body in body armor sports drink into two hundred million dollars. I don't know anybody that's drank a body armor drink. I think that's fake. You think that's fake? I bought one. That should taste horrible. I want it to do well because I think Daz also has a percentage of it. And no, I I, I'm it. not hating on his pockets. But, I'm just saying like. Apparently, it's worth money. I haven't seen anybody drink. Have you ever been I'd in be a court? I've seen it everywhere, though. But have you seen anybody drink it? Nah, but we're also old. Like, we, we're we not... Maybe kids are drinking or whatever. Kobe old. These kids don't want to be Kobe. The kids want to be Kyrie. Nah, Kobe's still the man. Not to kids. Kobe is to kids. I think what Jordan was to, like, people just yeah. a little bit younger than us. All right, whatever. All I'm saying is, in order for something to be successful, I got to see it. I see Yeezys on the, on people's feet, right, so I right. understand for a fact that people wear them. Right. I've never been at a court and someone's like, yo, you want something to drink? They're like, yeah, give me a body armor. That's true. Yeah, I, I never heard about it until that report came out. That's what like, I'm saying. It seems fishy nah, to me. existed, but I didn't know if it was good or not. I never bought one. I think it's fishy, bro. I don't. I don't know. They must have got some sort of contract with with some league or something like that. But I don't. I don't know. I don't. Buy but it's it. kind of like that vitamin water situation. Like vitamin water, motherfuckers were drinking. I was drinking vitamin water. Is delicious. B- but you were drinking it before it got bought out. Facts. And Fifty made all that money. I was oh, drinking way before Fifty even had one. Wait, I want to know. Floyd said something about Fifty's vitamin water money. You remember Floyd had that long ass. Oh, Ex, yeah. ex-girlfriend poses. Oh, we, we never talked this about that, right? motherfucker dragged 50 like I've never seen anybody get dragged online in my Yo. life. That back and forth exchange was just, I didn't see the back oh, and forth. I saw Floyd. That was, that, was, that was honestly one of Floyd's toughest fights. Because <laughs> yeah, Floyd right? was on the ropes a couple times in that one. So, so. we're talking about the year long, like the, the Floyd can't read and all that shit? No, 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 no. Like they were just going back and forth on social media. I need to look this up. Oh, was, dog, you didn't see all this? All I saw oh, was Floyd's God. post. Oh, my God. Son, Floyd came out saying he had herpes and all this shit. 
Wait, did you see that one saying that 50 had herpes? I think so. That long ass Instagram post. He just aired out everything. Son, they, yeah. they went back and forth you like snitch. 10 times. Oh, I missed. I need yeah. to see all that. I saw that <laughs> long ass post that and I was, was I respected. I just thought it was one long ass post and I'm done. Yeah. Which is honestly the way I think you should do it. Because that post was fire. Yeah. Now it was good. And then 50 was like, someone needs to help you write that. <laughs> but they're back and forth with each other. It's weird. They are kind of brothers. Like, they'll they'll have this back and forth that you think is so vicious that they could never be friends again. And then all of a sudden, someone would be like... Yeah, but I think after this one, they You think cannot. it's dead Yeah, sure. brothers don't... It was too much personal shit came out of I mean, he did say my man had herpes. That's huge. And he said Floyd basically killed his best friend by sleeping with his wife. And that guy was so distraught and killed his wife and him. Wait, so the dude found out that Floyd fucked. Yeah. And then he killed his wife and then killed himself. Yeah. Just because Floyd fucked his girl? That's an honor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know but that, was, that like, was like his that's a that fucking, was like his man though. Like, yeah, but that that's Floyd dude. Mayweather. Like Floyd Mayweather got his choice of whatever girl he wants. That's know, also bro. weird for know. 50 to handle it that way. Like, you fucked my best friend's girl. He killed her and himself. And the way I get back at you is by telling Instagram? Yeah, because people Floyd thought- fucked his best friend's girl. Yeah, yeah. Like, Floyd fucked Floyd's, Floyd's best friend. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Too many pronouns. Oh, okay. And yeah. people thought uh, Trey Songs had fucked that guy's wife. And ah, that, uh, yeah. But it wasn't actually Trey. It was Floyd. Allegedly. Allegedly. But then again, 50 allegedly got herpes. Like, there's a lot of allegedly's going around here. Of course, here. it's like, all allegedly. That, yo, putting an STD on someone... Yeah, that's fucked up. That's fucked up, That dude. is fucked up. That's because you need paperwork now to prove you don't got that shit. Word. You know, like, that's 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 wrong. Actually, um, Usher right now has to release his medical information. So being, we gonna find being, out if he really burning? Yep. He's being sued. <laughs> like, he has to release that shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. That's fucked up. And it's by a dude who's... What? Yeah, it's a dude who's claiming that he gave him herpes. I heard this about Usher. Yeah. I mean, you hear it about every black celebrity, but. Yeah. What? He's being sued by a dude. How? What? So the he... only black celebrity I haven't heard gay rumors about dead ass is Denzel. Oh, nah. <laughs> You're not going to hear that about that. Yeah. Yo, but hold on. Denzel How do you give bro. another dude herpes? You just rub your dicks against each other? Ass herpes. Maybe my yeah, man got probably. ass herpes. Can't herpes pop up wherever? I don't know. How that works. But I thought, I think it's, they just, pop I thought it's just on your lips if you got the herpes that everybody got. Yeah. That's the one where you just get a pimple on your lip. Yeah, yeah cold sores. Cold sores yeah, yeah. or whatever, right? That's the herpes simplex one. That's simplex the, one. And then the second one is the second one, one is the wild shit on your dick. Yeah, but women could have it pop up on them too. So sure, I guess but you if, could just... how could a dude give another dude, you got to just rub your cocks against each other? Nah, but it's probably popping up on your asshole or some shit like that. Probably wherever you... That's what I'm saying, booty herpes. Yeah. There's a booty herpes. I don't know. <laughs> That's <laughs> simplex three? <laughs> how many simplexes is it? Bro... <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. That is crazy. But if the if the gay guy, you know, if the dude got herpes on his dick from Usher, that means that Usher was taking his dick and rubbing it on the other guy's dick. Sword fight. That's gay. <laughs> Bro, dude, I don't even know if that's a sexual act. That's just like it's pasta. <laughs> They're like brothers, him and his boy. I guess it's like the male version of scissoring. What? Nah. <laughs> I don't know. Bro, imagine you just 
hard and like another dude's like rub your hard dick against my dick. Like this. <laughs> what do we call that? Making a fire? <laughs> you got there. I didn't know if you were going to get there. You got there. Good for you. No, what is it? I just imagine them soft. And then it's just like car wash. Like, you know, when that the shit just hits. <laughs> you know? But for real, dude, that's that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know? Akash? Fuck. Everybody got herpes, huh? Jesus. You got herpes, son? Nah. Everybody fuck dudes. Everybody fuck dudes. I do dudes. that for sure. I mean, obviously, fast forward. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> obviously, duh. All right, what else, what else we got, bro? Um, yo, you've been watching Duke basketball? Oh, yeah, let's talk about them. So are they playing other freshman teams? They're playing like like exhibition games. That's what I'm wondering. These aren't like, they're not playing other good colleges. Yo, Ryerson is in Canada, right? I think they, they played a Canadian team, yeah. That's why I'm like, Whatever. But I think they're also playing high school, not high school. I think they're also playing other freshman teams. Real quick, again, aside. Canada, the one thing they are terrible at is basketball. But they've had the first number one picks for like the last few years. Yeah, but one of them completely flamed out. And then the other one signed a $140 million contract and flat out ain't worth it. Who? Wiggins. Fair enough. And then the other one is who? Anthony Bennett? Bennett was the one who flamed out. The most notable NBA Canadian is Drake. (laughs) <laughs> oh, Thompson do yeah. got a ring. Um, okay, but go. So so Zion is playing in this game. Zion Williamson and RJ Barrett. Okay. Fucking studs. Both these guys, Both these guys won studs. in the draft. Zion dunks from the free throw line. But when you see this fucking dunk, and if you haven't seen it, Google it. Have you it's seen crazy. it? It's crazy. He doesn't just regular dunk reach out like Jordan does in Space Jam, where he where he stretches the arm out and yeah. barely makes it. This guy Tomahawks, cocks it back, yeah. and doesn't even reach out forward to dunk it. He kind of like holds it back and then elevates and glides to it and then dunks. I think he could dunk from significantly further than the free throw line. I think he could legit dunk from halfway between, not the three-point line, but the top of the key. <laughs> Yo, I don't know. I think he could do it. I think he could absolutely do it. It was unbelievable. And they're saying the guy weighs 285 pounds. Have you seen him? He looks like he weighs 285 pounds. Holy shit, bro. He still got baby fat. And I don't mean that as a joke or whatever. That's yeah. just really what he looks like. Yeah. So I'm like, what's my man going to look like in four years when he's leaner? His hops are going to be even fucking crazier, man. Dude, it was wild. And then he hit a couple threes. That's what I was surprised at. Yeah, apparently his, his jumper's supposed to be weak, but he had some... Uh, what the fuck? What are we doing here? I don't know. Alex is no, fucking I was trying shit to up. pull up the <laughs> free throw line jump. But, um... Look, Where point is, is, is the kid is athletically legit. I don't know how legit he'll be against legit college uh, competition. I think once there's a little bit more size, here it is. It's insane. That's crazy. No, but this is during a game. This is the exhibition. No, no, this is high school. Against Ryerson? No, that's high school. No, no I'm saying the one you're talking about. What I'm talking about there was just in practice. but. Yeah. So he's legit. This R.J. Barrett is legit. What I want to know is how effective will he be when there are other people with his size? The thing about the league is when you're in the NBA, all these like six, eight centers in college who can, you know, get by and have functional uh, moves around the rim. They flame out in the league. Yeah, I'm curious because it seems like he's a kind of a perimeter player. He doesn't this. He can't like how many power forwards, you know, can dunk from the free throw line. None. Well, LeBron. How tall is he? Can he even be six a- seven? 
So he's not going to be. He's going to be a three. Yeah, that's what he's going to be. But he's athletic enough to be a three. It seems like. So the question is: Is he going to be a a three? Is he going to be a defensive specialist? Like at the bare minimum, the athleticism will allow him to be a defensive specialist in the league. We don't know if he'll have the skills to score. Right. He'll be a defensive specialist who can get above the rim, who can catch lobs, do that kind of stuff, do some pick and roll things with him. He'll go up there. He'll rebound great. He'll just be able to get up there. Does he have the offensive repertoire to be effective in the I have not seen full games. I need to see full games. I saw highlights. But it seems like apparently my brother's big on this, like watching all these highlights and shit. He says yeah. RJ Barrett's better. Well, yeah, that's the thing. He is better. He is better. But we're not as excited about him because we expect his skill level. And he's not a fucking freak. That's he is though. He dunked from the free throw line too. They yeah, did it back the, to the back. Thing that blows my mind about Zion Williamson is he's yeah. the dimensions of a fucking defensive end. Sure, sure. He's eighty five pounds more than RJ. RJ, RJ is like two hundred pounds or two hundred five pounds, and Zion is another seventy pounds, and he's just dunking on these people. It's, it's crazy. insane. But the question is, what will he be in the league? Who will he be in the league? Point forward. Is he a good passer? You you've seen more than me. No, I, I don't see him as a, I don't th- see him as bad, but I don't see him as a god given talent in terms of you know court vision. He doesn't have Lonzo's court vision. Right. Right. What I want to know, who is his NBA likeness? Who is that extremely athletic but can't really shoot player in the league? They don't really exist anymore. You you could say Simmons, but Simmons is a fantastic passer. That's right. Simmons is a gifted passer and dribbler. Yeah. So who? It's, It's a tough situation. And even with Simmons... They ended up losing because the guy can't stretch the floor. Yeah. You got to bench him. Yeah. So what happens with Zion if he doesn't learn? And he shot the three okay, but if he doesn't learn, and that's all I would do if I was him this year, is learn how to yeah. fucking shoot a basketball. Because if you can- Three-pointer in particular. That That's it. If you can shoot a stand-up three-point shoot, no moves, nothing, don't have to dribble, just be in the corner and shoot, you can be effective on an NBA team. If you can't, you're playing four, they're playing four against five. They're playing four against five. Yeah. Because they'll leave you wide open in the corner. They'll just sag right off you. And he, you can't run an offense through him. Can't. So who is he in the league? No, I'm asking you. You don't think oh. he's a guy that you can let kind of just have the ball and then he'll figure it out? I don't think so. I don't think he has the skill just yet. Right now he has the physicality. He can like bully through these guys on a fast break or right. bully through these guys maybe one-on-one. But in the league, you're not going to bully LeBron. Yeah. Like LeBron is going to guard you. Yeah. You're going to walk into 6'9", 265. Yeah. Right? With length. Right. Ben Simmons is going to guard you. Right. It's different. Yeah. So how are you... Who is your prototype in the league? As exciting as he's going to be in college, and he's going to be fucking exciting. Yeah. Like, it is going to be an amazing college year. I'm going to probably watch some games just because it's going to be that much fun to watch. I need to find out who you are in the league. Is there a prototype for you? Mm. And I don't know if your athleticism is so unique... We've never seen anything like this. From high school, I've been hearing about this. And I was watching the highlights. I was like, how is this fat kid dunking like this? Is it, is it that much different than Vince? Yes. Talk to me. I mean, just size. Vince was 6'7". Yeah. He's but- skinny, but he's still, he was 6'7", all athleticism. If anything, Vince was a little bit better shooter. But initially, it's going to the basket and just elevating. So imagine if Vince is fucking 70 pounds heavier. But it's Vince could pull thing. up. And Vince really worked on that jumper, and he became a great shooter by the end of his career. By all accounts, it's a good kid, so I think he'll work on the jumper. Uh, but again, imagine if Vince is 70 pounds heavier. It's such a fucking marvel to look at. 
It's crazy. It is undeniably a marvel to look at. It's f- it's 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 freakish. I want to watch whenever he's in coming to New York. I want to go see him. Let's watch the tournament. Let's go. Absolutely done. Yeah. Because that's a fucking I, the the idea that this kid existed blew my mind. Like yeah. a kid like this can jump like this. Yeah. He looks like he should be playing defensive tackle in college. Yeah. The fat positions. <laughs> and I don't even mean just fat. I mean yeah, weight, yeah. like the fucking heavy sure, dude. Sure, sure. This guy is fucking dunking from the free throw line. Imagine for a moment he played D end. No, it's crazy. Like, just imagine him lining up. We've had this debate forever. Who's the bigger freak of nature? This kid is a freak of nature. Like, I, I don't think I've ever seen. Because he has all the football qualities and the basketball. Yes, qualities. and he can leap and fucking coordinate it and, and handle a basket. Was crazy. Is he the first? Is he the number one draft pick? In the NFL, if he decides to skip basketball. I mean, quite possibly, yeah. Wait for it, right? right. Skip basketball, that hasn't played a down of football, and just on sheer athleticism, says, I want to be a defensive end. No, because or, you don't know how he'd hold up physically or whatever. Like, you're getting thrown around by these people. You could, what, about, what about tight end? Potentially, but again, throw it up. Just fucking throw it up. Again, it's it's gonna be more complex than that, like we talked about that. Like every fucking step matters so much. What would you? But what pick would you use on him? I would use a sixth or seventh rounder. No fucking problem. Oh, of no course. problem. You're saying you wouldn't use a second round pick on the potential? Nah, second of round picks kid. are supposed to be like you want your second round pick to be a fucking player also. But the potential of this kid, he's like, I'm all in. I want to play football. I've always wanted to play. Uh, somebody would. Because you also sell tickets. And let's say he played in high school, and you could look at high school tape. Okay. Then, yeah. Then I'd, I'd be like, yo, probably let's use this—I'd say third or fourth rounder, maybe. And it also depends on who I—if I'm the Patriots and I'm picking at the end of the round every time, third rounder, no problem. I'm, I got a good team already. Let's take a flyer. If I'm a bad team, like the Browns, I don't have a ton of picks. If they, I don't know if they will this year or not, but I'm not using a second-round high pick on him. But he's a fucking freak, man. It's crazy. Mind blowing, like whatever LeBron was then. That's the way I feel about this kid now. Just oh, is this the new? LeBron? Just in terms of this, physically is crazy. I remember looking at LeBron. Remember how we looked at LeBron? Like how the fuck is this kid eighteen? Yeah, <laughs> I look at Zion like how is this a person? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, again, I'm, I'm, I want to watch college basketball for the first time in decades, probably. Oh, that and that's why the one and done actually works. I do think it works. Like, I'm... Why? Let's why, talk why about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. go. Okay, so my feeling is it it's perfect hype. It's a 24-7 a series point. for the NBA. Yeah. It's a special for the NBA. It, it, it just feeds me as an NBA fan. Right. I don't need to watch every single game. I don't give a fuck about everything, but I like this kid, Trey Young, and I like seeing highlights, and now yep. all of a sudden, as a Knicks fan, I'm excited. We don't end up getting him, but still. Right. I like one and done for what it gives me as an NBA fan. Yeah, you're not watching kids in high school. If I was a true college fan, you know what I would want? Four and done. Yeah, of course. Right? I want them there as long as I fucking possibly yeah. can. But what I think most people miss is the fact that if you get rid of one and done, now all of a sudden, we're looking at high school basketball. And frankly, high school basketball sucks. Of course. Because kids. It's kids. You're seeing a fucking 14-year-old play against an 18. They're like 5'3", some of these kids. It just doesn't look professional enough. At least the college basketball game, they look like an adult. Yes. And you you can see them potentially be in the league. Yeah. 
any high school team, maybe not like, okay, those like super fancy high school teams, but any- Even Oak Hill will have like three or four people who are like, these guys look like fucking men, and the rest of them are like, that looks like a high school. This is a little, this little child. He got pimples. I don't want to see pimples all over you. Yeah, I don't want to see this kind of shit. Yeah, fuck out of here. proactive there's, there's no money behind it. The gym suck. The it's camera's terrible. gonna suck. Everything's gonna suck. It's good for NBA fans, and that's probably why the NBA likes it. It's like, hey, here's my free promo. That's true. That's here's true. my free promo. So I'm all about one and done. Yeah, I think it's great. Or some other facility. You can go G League. If NBA was like, hey, it's one and done. You don't have to be in the NBA, but you got to play G League or something. I think something. that's probably the fairest compromise is you go G League. You can make a little money, but we have to find a way to check out your talent yeah. without a team committing $20 million to you. Yeah. Or whatever an opening contract yeah, is. Just let your game develop. Million. And this is... I'm sure the reason is more complex than that, but I know since they started the one and done, yeah. the league has gotten better. Like the level of basketball is incredible right now. Right. Some people say it's bad. I don't think so. I'm seeing phenomenal players across the board, all who went to college for a year yep. because it's just a year to work on your game. I remember Jermaine O'Neal came out of high school. We didn't see him for his first year for damn sure. Second year, I barely really, because you're just jumping right into the deep yep. water and trying to figure it all out. I don't got time to work with you. Yep. That's my theory. College, listen, let's let's work on developing your game. Yeah. Yeah, let's develop it. And you know, it's uh I mean that's really that's really what you should be doing before you're a professional athlete, right? Is work on every aspect of your game. Yeah. Um yeah, there's there are so many more busts when it was straight to the league because we were operating off of potential. Yeah. There's still busts. Yeah. But they're risks that you're willing to take, right? Yeah. When you draft somebody, you go, I know what this guy can be, but I also know what he can not right. be, right? Like teams aren't going, we don't fucking know. Yeah. Back in the day when they took that, that, uh, what that, what that what was that bum? He went for Darko Milicic. Yeah, yeah. You just didn't know. Yeah. Right. You just were like, I'm going off of some tape. Yeah. I saw him play well in a game, but he's taller than all these stiffs. Da, da, da. Yeah. That doesn't exist anymore. You take Anthony Bennett and you're like. I think he'll be a si- a good big man. Not great, but he can move around. He'll be right. able to play. De- and then it flops. But nobody was like, he's going to be a superstar. Right. He's going to change the game of yeah, basketball. Yeah. They were like, this is the most secure thing to do. Right. It didn't end up working. Right. I don't know. I like it. And as a fan of the game, all I care about is the quality of play in the league. Yeah. G League seems like a perfect compromise. Son, it could be a great way to promote G League. Yeah. Like... You have a couple stuff. Imagine Zion, RJ Barrett, all these guys that we're going to go play in college. Yeah. They're playing the G League. Guess what you get to do in the G League? You can sign with Nike. Yeah. Guess what you get to do in the G League? You can sell your autographs. So, and if college don't want to pay, which we both, we all think college players should get paid, but if they don't want to pay, G League, go. To a certain extent. I, I think there should be some kind of payment system. I, I think that they should just be able to make money on their likeness. Don't pay them. Even that is fine. Yeah. There should be some way to make money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just may, allow them to make money. If they can make money on their likeness, then you can step away from it, and that's right. fine. So, but if in the G League you can do that, it's yep. a great fucking option. And I'll watch games with these kids. Matter of fact, if I'm the NBA, I'm cutting out NCAA college in a done. heartbeat, bro. You got to do one year in the G League. You're going to get a check. It's going to be nothing. But Nike's going to be paying all these motherfuckers tons of money, and you curate the talent that you like. Yeah. You get to make your next stars. If you're watching them play and you're watching Trey Young and he's trash, guess who you're not going to put in all the commercials? Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You give them a chance against legit talent and men because you're playing against grown men yep. to fight for their jobs. Yep. If, if I was really go-getter, bro, 
I'd cut the NCAA right the fuck oh, out. Oh, God. Come here and make some real money with the big boys. We'll connect you with these different brands. Of course. We'll give you opportunities. NCAA made his money. Treated the players not like shit, but like you didn't let them make any money. You were greedy. Like Mark, like Mark Cuban said, mm. pigs get fed, hogs get slaughtered. Facts. <laughs> NCAA, a little bit hoggish. Get out. Get out. There could be something to it. And maybe it's a random draft every year. It doesn't matter if a team wins or loses because there's so many players that don't right. make it back. Yeah. It's just completely random. These players go to this team, this, right. that, the other. And then after that one year, if they choose to ha- be eligible for the NBA draft, they don't stay with that franchise. Right. But it gives an opportunity for some kid who's like in Milwaukee and realize he actually really does like Milwaukee and he would have right, right, never right. considered Milwaukee. Right. But now he's like, no, I kind of like the city. I like right. the fans. Yeah. Well, I mean, the specific, I think you could, if the team drafts you, they should have some kind of priority or whatever. But I don't know. That's shit you'll work out down the road. Bro, if I'm the G League, yeah. I'm boxing the NCAA right the fuck out. Of course. Of course. Why haven't they done it? I don't know. It's better for everybody. Except the NCAA and who cares? Yeah, you're taking advantage of these kids. Yeah. And you know what's going to happen the second they do it? NCAA will start paying. 100%. This is a perfect, on, on my flight back, perfect example of why the free market is important. Yeah. When there's one source, right? Or mm-hmm. this is the argument at least. When there's one business in the neighborhood, when there's one restaurant, when there's one taxi company, when there's one whatever, yep. there's no incentive for it to improve. Monopoly. Monopoly. Right. And that's why it's bad for business. Right. It's good for business in terms of that one business makes all the money, but it's bad for the consumer because the product doesn't get better because there's no incentive to get better. Yeah. It's like it's like if you have a girlfriend. Right. And she just keeps getting fat and you don't have any other girls that are interested in you. You just got to stay with this fat chick. Right. Right. So. When you have the reason and this is a perfect example of it. Airplane Wi-Fi sucks. Yeah. Oh, that's a great example. Oh, that's a great example. Because there's one fucking Wi-Fi service. Yep. What is it called? Go, go. Yeah. Go. You need to go. <laughs> go. And if go. you don't like it, go. Go again. <laughs> go. You can go and you can go. That's it. Because there's no competition. So they have no incentive to increase the bandwidth. Find a way to make it faster. Find a way where I can stream the videos. Yep. Find a way with Word. all this shit. I can barely... You, someone texts you a picture while you're on a plane. You That's can't it. get it. Yep. <laughs> Take you a video while you're on a plane. You can't get it. There's one business. There's no incentive for them to improve it, find a way to better the technology, et cetera. Yeah. Put a new fucking satellite up. I don't know how to do it. Right. This is the perfect thing to fix sports or uh, uh, collegiate sports. Yep. G League presents some competition. Hey, here's a way you can make a little bit of money. We don't have enough money to pay you big, but you make a little bit of money, but you can make money off your likeness. NCAA comes back and goes, you know what? You guys are right. We'd like to, you to make money on your likeness. And you know what else we'd like to do? We'd like to give you a salary. We'll increase the salary. Now the G League goes, okay, we'll bump up the salary. Right. Mm. Now we're competing. Mm-hmm. Now we're cooking. Yep. I think they got to do it. I think G League got to make a move. Got to make a move. we full of business ideas right now. Son, we're giving it all away. Fuck. <laughs> we're giving it all away. Small three. What else we got? G League. Something. <laughs> I'll have plenty of time to think. Flagrant well, shoe. We're not at Burning Man next week. <laughs> Wi-Fi on airplane, dude. Wi-Fi on the flagrant shoe. Any other sports stories, flagrant bro? Fi. Um, I don't know much about what's going on with this OSU scandal. I keep trying to care, and I just can't do it. What about shit we really care about? 
Yeah, fuck that. Let's, oh, there's mad injuries in the NFL. I mean, I feel like we say that every year. But Nick Foles is hurt. The Redskins, I Yo, think, what happened to Foles? It's not bad, but he's probably... They're thinking he might miss week one. He just took a hard day in the Patriots game, actually. I'm pretty sure. Preseason. Concuss? No. No. He's too dumb to get concussed. <laughs> Yo, they wouldn't know the The whole difference. offense that won this guy the Super Bowl was stop thinking. Wait, that what? was it. And again, testament to the Eagles coaching staff, but he was like, listen, I, I'm a basketball player. I just want to react. That's so what just, Foles told them? So that's what Foles told... What the fuck? I can't believe I can't remember the head coach's name. He's a fucking good coach. I know coach. what you're talking about. But he, yeah, he's basically like, listen, I don't want to do all these fucking... We're going through every read, whatever. Just simplify everything. Make it like basketball. I see something, I react, we go. And that changed everything. The last week of the season, they lost to the Cowboys 6-3, to and Foles played. Hmm. Then all of a sudden in the playoffs, Atlanta, I think they started to figure it out. Atlanta couldn't, couldn't finish it. They lost. Then Minnesota, everything is, we're cooking now. This is it. Just read and react. Simplify. Don't give me time to think. My I don't name want is that. Willie. Willie Beeman. Yeah, exactly. I keep the ladies. Ladies <laughs> creaming. Is it screaming or creaming? I don't know. But, what, uh, fuck, what was the name of that movie? Screaming. Any, Any given Sunday. Sunday. I mean, that was yeah. the idea with Willie Beeman, right? It was just simplify the playbook. Simplify everything. Yeah, I don't want His that wasn't shit. Even, don't, it wasn't even like I want to run. It's like I just want to see the open guy and go. I don't want to think through a hundred different things. I just want to go. How does the NFL solve its injury and preseason problem? Because it is a problem. And I think if, if, if I may... Give my opinion, which is the point of this show. <laughs> I think they're going zero to a hundred. I think you have guys who are chilling in the off season, and then they start hitting these practices, and it's fast. Well, they try to have like OTAs and workouts. Motherfuckers don't even show up. Some to of them are mandatory. And don't get me wrong, you need to rest your body. You need to rest your body. Yeah. It is grueling what they put themselves through. I forgot, was it us that we were talking about it? About there's a guy who he just takes the entire... Oh, Julio Jones. Yeah, Julio Jones, right? Yeah. Just takes the entire uh, offseason off. Yeah. Rest your body. I get it. That's cool. But there's a clear correlation between people getting injured in practice mm-hmm. and the fact that you haven't done anything for a few months. You've just been yeah. relaxed. Or you're one of these young college kids who's working out harder than he's ever done his entire life because he wants to prepare himself for the season... And now you're pushing every joint ligament in your body to its limit. I just can't fathom with all the money invested in this. They haven't shifted the system also, in some way. Interesting theory that I actually have. But then again, a guy on the ticket I heard say it. And this makes I've always thought it, it makes so much sense. Now that they've pumped so full of steroids and human growth hormones and God knows what else. Yeah. They are too big for the joints. The, yeah, the joints yeah. and the ligaments to hold up. Yeah. It's too much speed. It's yeah. too much force. It's too much mass. And it just can't hold up under that kind of pressure. Yeah. And that's why now you're seeing more injuries. There's also theories, I think, the lockout where the players really got their asses kicked in the negotiations. The one thing they got was less practice in the offseason. And apparently that is, to your point, fucking up. That's what's causing more injuries. Because you need to keep not your body prepared. Yeah. 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 I mean, as I get older, anytime I take off from exercise, when I go back in, I feel it. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, this is someone. I'm old. I'm 34 years old, so right. obviously, naturally, it's going to be that way. But it just it just goes to show you the body is not meant to go from zero to 100. No, the body's meant to constantly be in motion. Let's constantly be going. That's why we stretch before we work out because yep. we're tricking our body into thinking we're already moving. Yeah. yeah, I think they're going so hard, and the fact that these guys haven't made the team yet, 
Mm-hmm. Imagine you're going against some guy who doesn't have a guaranteed contract yep. or anything. He's fighting for he's he's fighting for his life out yep. there. Now you're making a cut because you don't want to look silly in front of this guy because you got ego involved. Yep. You trying to make the team too because you got this young wide receiver who wants to fuck your shit up. Yep. Boom. You make the cut. Achilles gone. For nothing. It's a weird. I think if if the next round of negotiations, I'd be like, give me all the fucking practices back. I just want more money if I'm the NFL. <sighs> and maybe they need stronger drug testing for all these hormones for the well-being of the players. Right. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. Because I'm supportive on some level with HGH. Well, actually, also, they interviewed Dr. You know James Andrews, who does all the ACL. Yeah, but apparently he's a, he's a fraud, but go on. Oh. Not a fraud, but apparently he doesn't do the surgeries anymore. Really? Like, he just has his people. They use his, like, name brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not the one actually doing it. Yeah, and this it happens was... with big authors. There's uh, well, It's not Dan Brown, but there's some motherfucker. Sure, who, James sure. Patterson, I think. <laughs> he puts out, like, or it's a series of novels, and then he just has other people write them at this point. Yeah. But he said, they asked him about this theory, and he was like, I think that's exactly right. I think that's what's happening, is the steroids and all that, they're just getting too big for their body. too fast. Yeah. Can't handle it. Yeah, the body just, it can only handle so much force. It's like when the car starts, when it goes really fast and the front starts to come up. Yeah, You know those exactly. drag races? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. going too fast for how much it weighs. No way the human body is meant to do this. But then why do the guys that end up getting injured, why aren't they all like the huge massive guys? Why are they sometimes just these small corners? I think look even those normal? guys are fucking freaks. Their frame is probably built for a certain amount of... Oh, they're exceeding their athletic ability. And just their frame is built for a certain amount. Like, if you're a little guy, yes, you yes, can't yes, withstand yes. as much force as a big motherfucker. Yes, but, but you're all, going fast as shit. But also, like, they're more maximized. They're yeah. more tapped out. Maybe, yeah. A guy like Zion has an infinite amount of athleticism to work with. So he's not yeah. coming to that end of his athleticism. A guy who's like 5'10", should be 150 pounds, right. and is walking around at 190. 190 yeah. He's maximized every... And he got faster somehow. Dude, there's no way you can handle that. Yeah. You want a croissant? (laughs) (laughs) No, but that might be it, dude. It's getting to the end of your athleticism. Yeah. Getting to the end of your physical potential. And I I think you mean this, but like just to be more precise, it's what your ligaments and joints can can handle. handle. Yes. A guy who's already 285, his joints are built to handle more. Yeah. That's a pretty natural weight for that guy. It doesn't, like you said, there's baby fat on him. He's, this is normal for him. And you're not going, you're not running as fast. You're not stopping on a dime. Yeah. Like a a center's not running routes that require very precise stopping and cutting and all that. You're you're kind of pushing. You're you're getting the CTE injuries. Yeah. It's just heads colliding. Boom, boom. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The running back is cutting everywhere and wide receivers, cornerbacks reacting constantly. Split second, I got to cut. This guy just stopped. You know what I mean? Like, it's a, that's going to cause more. I see the corners as the ones that getting all the injuries. Uh, yeah, that yeah. probably corners probably more than because just so much. Because at least the receiver knows what he's doing. Right. He's yes. He's yeah. 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 He's yeah, aware yeah. of the route. He's telling his brain what's going to happen yeah. before it happens. The corner is reacting. reacting. Yeah. I think that will be the next step of medical research for athletic for athletes. They will find out exactly what your physical limitations are. They'll test the the width, the strength, Maybe. the elasticity of your tendons. Yeah. And they'll look at you and go, you can handle your frame with these tendons a weight of mm. 180 pounds. Right. Anything over that with the speed that you go at and the torque that you make your changes, you'll probably end up tearing right. that ligament. Right. Imagine you knew that. Sh- That'd be crazy. Or furthermore, imagine you're the owner of a franchise and yeah. you got guys you're paying millions of dollars. I'm like, keep it under two set. 
if you don't stay under 270, your contract is void if you get injured. Because mm. right now we're telling you, right. under 270, your body should handle what we put you yeah. through. If you choose to go over 270, I can't. You can't find them. I don't, like Legally, right now, the way it is, weight limit. You go over this, fine. Yeah. You're getting, you're getting fined. Well, look, I'll fine you. Or what I'll do is I just won't insure you if you get injured. Also, it's not guaranteed. Well, what would be even more interesting is having those fines levied against cornerbacks. There's no weight limit on cornerbacks. There's no weight limit on running backs. That's always a lineman who gets Ah, yeah, because you're worried about obesity or yeah. you're worried about that. Yeah, you're worried about the weight uh, restricting his athleticism. And it's like I would be less inclined to use steroids, I think. I mean, maybe there's speed shit or whatever. But like, if it's like, yo, you cannot go above this weight, I'm not going to feel the need to take steroids to get bigger to get above that weight. Yeah, hell no. It's I wouldn't do anything be, yeah, that be would jeopardize my... Exactly. Because I won't be able to get contracts if I'm injured in the first place. I don't know how possible it is to figure this out, but it would solve a lot of... Bro, I guarantee there's a way to go in there and find out. I, dude, on some level, you already see it happening. LeBron was like, oh, I want to slim down. I want to get down 10 pounds or take off right. 20 pounds, right? right? It's like, why do you think? BC just feels better? No, he has a team of doctors who say, hey, your back injury is caused by a certain amount of weight that you're right. carrying on right. and these movements and this, that, the other. Why don't you drop your weight, carry a little bit less of a load, mm -hmm. increase your cardio, da, 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 da. All it is is refining that down to right. a fucking science. And like you said earlier, the more these guys end up getting paid, the more they become Lamborghinis, yeah. the more we're going to want to take care. Put the exact octane I need. Not even 90, 93, 94 and a half, 94.2. Yeah. 91.9, whatever the fuck it is, let me know. I don't even know what we're talking about. You know, octanes and gas, 87, Oh, that's what the number is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was the year. <laughs> I, did ask. I thought it was, I thought, I thought it was the year. I thought it was like wine. Like, I thought 92 was like a good year for the gas or whatever. Like 87 is like some trash shit. It's How just we old. not gone up to fucking 98? So, so you think we've always just... Got all the gas in I 92. I thought we had some good years with the gas back then. <laughs> I thought that the gas was like, the Saudis were really sucking it out back then, right? Oh, that man. was right before the war and shit. <laughs> right before and after the war. I'm just saying, 87, good varietal, nice little hints of... <laughs> Hints of, got good legs. Yeah, hints of terrorism. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Nice little hints of terrorism in that 87, you know? Uh. For real. Flavors of struggle and sadness. Oh, fuck. You know? Colonialism. <laughs> Extension of the uh, empire or something. I don't know. I'm dragging this joke on, but... In all seriousness, I had no clue that's what it was, how much octane is in it. So the more octane, the faster you could go? Nah, it just runs better. Like a premium car, you need more octane. I don't know what the reasoning is or what the science is behind that. You want to know a little secret? No. All right. <laughs> go, 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 go. Sometimes if I rent a car, yeah, a premium car, yeah, put the 87. I still put 87. <laughs> I do. I really have thought about this. I don't think premium, the car rental place will give you a car that requires... 91 or 93 because they're just like no one's going to do that no they do really they do, say put 93 do you want to know another secret yeah my friend Dove yeah when he leases a premium car yeah. <laughs> he fucks that shit up <laughs> he puts 87 in it because yeah. he knows he's giving it back yeah <laughs> yeah that's, that's so true dead ass if you know you're not keeping a car 
put the 87s. Not Jewish, I, oh, motherfucker is though. You're I talking about like eight dollars a Philip. Like it's like twenty cents more per gallon. Right, yeah, but yeah. something about it where you're let's like, say you got a ten gallon tank. Yeah, that's two dollars more per Philip. This man is so Jewish. He's like, fuck this Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to save two dollars a Philip. It's a Porsche, but yeah. Oh Jesus! But, <laughs> but it's because we don't see what it does. Because that's it's the like thing. global warming. <laughs> 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 so true. There's not yeah. enough effect. Yeah. Yo, that's it. I need to. I need to. Like, you need to see it. They should have it. They should have uh, the gas valves be see through. There should be a window, and like the '92, if it was nice and dark, like it was dark, like actual gasoline is. Yo, why gasoline is light? It's see through, but when it comes out of the ground, it's black. Why they took it, it out? Isn't it oil first and then they yeah, turn it to oil, gas? Yeah, oil then gasoline. Yeah, but where? What happens to all the dark? It's a good question. Whatever they added to it, it's like coffee. Whatever they added to it, lightened it up. But they added a lot. <laughs> What's happening to all the dark? I don't know. Nobody's concerned about that. No. Yeah, but when you're making alcohol, it's like fermented and shit. Then it becomes clear. They put ethanol in it, right? That's alcohol. Yeah. So that probably lightens it up. It took takes all the flavor away. I mean, all the color away. <laughs> He's still on his watch. Yo, why do you care? Fam, I can't just ask shit. I had a good question yesterday. Everybody thinks I'm high as fuck on. What? But you know how like fish will eat littler fish? Yeah. Like, we don't, we, we don't eat midgets. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like... I, saw, I was watching. I was watching this fish eat a littler fish, and I was like, "Yo, that's wild!" Like he's just eating a little version of himself. He's totally cool oh, with it. Oh fuck yes! Right? Like, what if Game of Thrones released a statement like, "We're sorry, but Tyrion Lannister is no longer part of the franchise." Unfortunately, he was devoured by the mountain. For the record, he was delicious. <laughs> For what it's worth. He's veal. (laughs) (laughs) That's a Lannister chop. (laughs) A land chop. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Land chop. Holy fuck. Oh Oh. my God, that's good. You know, right before he was eating, a Lannister always pays his... (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. No, but isn't that... That's not weird? I think they're different species of fish, right? So it's a little different. No, fish is a species. <laughs> Isn't fish a species? And then like there's some fish are like oh, Asian, no, some fish are like white, some fish are black. Like there's just different <laughs> types. Right? Like put it this way. Dogs don't be eating little dogs. And if they did, we'd be like, yo, crazy ass dogs. <laughs> that is true. That's a good point. It's weird. That That's is a good point. Right? Yeah. It's fucking That's odd. That's a good point. Shit. Yo, I'm just saying. <sighs> this is a much better question than the oil question. This the oil question a, was solid, though. It's a valid question. The oil question, I don't give a fuck. This, I'm actually like, I know you don't give a, a fuck, weird, but bro. it is fucking weird. Next time you look at fish, you're not going to feel the same way about them. <laughs> I'm having less respect for fish. Yo, but nobody respects fish because even like vegetarians are like, oh, I still eat fish. Yeah. Fuck. I was just talking to my Yo, girl. Yo, you know why it. that's okay? Huh. Because fish are like, now nah, we get it, we eat fish. 
just were like, nah, 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 nah. It's true. Oh, it's God. true. We that mad delicious, you know? Oh fuck. <laughs> Listen, it's a wild world out there. I've eaten fish. No, they'd be like, I've eaten another fish. No seasoning. None. I can't imagine how good I taste with some fucking paprika. At the end of the day, fish really are just Japanese people. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's just like, like Japanese people eat sushi and fish are like, yeah, we like, we do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, we just, yeah, just put it there. You don't need nothing. <laughs> Sashimi, that's it. You don't even need the rice. Oh, Raw. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. Maybe that's why sushi was invented. Because Japanese people saw fish eating other fish. They saw fish like, eating other fish. They were like, look what we have over here. <laughs> Son, 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 there are mad Asian people in Vancouver, son. Oh, yeah. Son, and you know how Asians love gambling because they're so disciplined in their life? That's like the only yeah, place, right? Yeah, So we go to the airport, right? The motherfuckers, tons of Asians at the airport. You know why they're in Vancouver. You know why. Mad fish? Nah. They gamble. Oh, is that where it's legal in Canada? No, there's, there's casinos all over it. But like there's one really close to the casino. Okay. okay. These Asians aren't even going in to check out the city. They're fresh from Asia. They hop into Vancouver and they looking around the airport, stopping people. Right? <laughs> they they look at stopping. They stopped the one guy who's working at the airport security. Right? They're like, and, and the guy's like, "Can I help you, sir?" You know, yeah. his Canadian has accent, and the, guy, the Asian just looks at him, and it's one thing that he memorized in English, and he just goes, "Red Rock Casino." <laughs> <laughs> He was so hyped. He was leaving his wife. He's looking back at his wife and then looking forward like she'll make it. Oh, Bro, they could not wait to gamble. Oh, man. Anyway, we did it. We did it, y'all. Anything else, Akash? Nah. Let's plug CBS Sports. Yo, CBS Sports, come check us. This uh, I think it's which day? This Thursday. We're going to check our Twitter and Instagram for the exact yeah. times. Yeah. We're going to give them to you. Um. What's it called? I got uh hopefully we go to Burning Man. Hopefully everything works out. Oh, the show will be called No Easy Buckets. <laughs> oh yeah. Wonder where they got that name from. Let's go. <laughs> um Yeah, I never shot the other part though. We we're gonna do that Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Um and then uh when I get back, I got uh, some shows in Jersey. I'm gonna be there the uh, sixth through the eighth at the Stress Factory. So make sure you check out that out for views from assist. And then I'm gonna be out there in Europe. Yo, I think there's like I'll check out right now. I think there's like ten tickets left or something like that for London or twenty tickets left. I don't know for the second sh- Sunday show. For the second show, the first show sold out. Uh, the show on the twelfth is not sold out yet. But get those tickets quick, man. And then buy tickets for the rest of the shows as well. Antwerp, Amsterdam, Oslo, Copenhagen, Stockholm. Tell your friends. Spread the word. Let's pack these motherfuckers out. All right? Um, and then go to theindustrials.com for the rest of my shows. All right. Um, I don't believe we're going to be doing Pittsburgh on September 26th. We'll see if something changes. I'll let y'all know. Sorry to a couple people who messaged me and asked me about that show. Sorry we're not going to be able to do that. But uh, we are keeping the Down South Tour going. Uh, Saturday at Zany's, September 27th, 8.30 p.m. Huntsville, Stand Up Live, September 28th and 29th. Uh, Friday, Saturday, you can go to those shows. Sunday, September 30th, we're in Atlanta at the Red Clay Comedy Festival. Uh, October 3rd, we're going to be in Raleigh at Goodnight's Comedy Club. And October 4th, we're going to be in D.C. at the D.C. Improv. You can buy tickets at AmericanBornDCComics.com, D-E-S-I. Come through, show the asshole support. Let these dudes know the South rocks is the best place for comedy. Let them know. It is great. Yeah, I was thinking about... um... I was thinking about uh, one thing with comedy that I wanted to share with you. 
about why comedy isn't funny anymore. Okay. And um, what is com? What makes something funny to you? What is it? What is it that makes something funny? Not to you, but just in general. What induces humor? Tension. Mm. I think shock is funny. You are good, my friend. I'm with you on that. Okay. Um, yeah, I think shock and tension are probably the two main things. Like shock, like I didn't see this coming. Surprise. I'm surprised how outrageous this is. Surprise in yeah. general, right? Yeah, like surprise. Shock is a version of surprise, but at the same time is, is surprise, right? Like yeah. the shock is a derivative of, of surprise. Right. But um, te- I think comedy in its essence is tension and then release. Yes. Right? That's why a lot of times they say a tragedy plus time equals comedy. Yeah. But the, cra- the tragedy is the tension. That gets yes. everybody, oh my God. Yeah. And then- Laughter is this way of releasing tension on our body. It's yes. it's really just a physical gift, right? We didn't yeah. invent it. It's just naturally there. And sometimes right. you see it with animals. You know, an animal falls, mm-hmm. another monkey looks at it, laughs. Mm-hmm. It's just there. It's like, oh my God, the tension is there at the, the animal hurting itself. Right. Then it's released when we find out it's okay. Right. Um, and I think the reason why comedy isn't funny anymore is because comics, not all, but a lot of comics are afraid of the tension. Yes. They're not willing to take stances uh, that create tension. Yeah. What creates tension is a wild provocative statement or taking something, looking at something a different way, challenging some sort of conventional wisdom. Mm. It could be about water bottles. It doesn't have to be political. Right. Do you know what I mean? But like, it just has to be a take that we've never heard of. French fries are the worst. Yes. Okay, now it's like everybody loves French fries. So now you're like, where's he going with this? Yeah, you know what I mean. Boom. Yeah. But you have to create tension. And right now, I feel like comedy. I saw this girl. She did a five minute late night set talking about French fries and just saying what we all exactly know about French fries, right? Yeah. And it bombed. But it was like you're just describing what we know about French fries. Now you did it in kind of somewhat clever ways, but there's no tension to break. The actual formula for laughter isn't there, right? Because if you're telling me French fries are good, people always want to share your French fries. People always act like they're not going to have your French fries, and then they take them. I'm going, yeah, that's all. Those things are true. Yeah. And Jerry Seinfeld has this, had this great point where he was talking to Tracy Morgan, and Tracy was like, you know, uh, it's funny because it's true. And he goes, that's not the reality at all. I can say the sky is blue. That's true. That's not funny. Right. True things happen to be funny sometimes, but you need the surprise, the tension release. Yeah. And I think we just have a climate where people are so fucking afraid. Because we punish the tension. Because the audience, and now this is, if, ultimately I'm going to say this falls on comics, so I want to try to finish this point. I'm go, forming go, it go, right go, now. Go, go. The audience is so afraid of tension that there is punishment because they'll take that tension out to like the general public and the general public will punish that tension. Mm. But the responsibility is still on the comedians. You chose this. Right. You chose to be a comic in this climate. Right. So you you can go ahead and shoot. You're basically shooting on an eight-foot rim if you're talking about french fries. Cool. But nobody's impressed by somebody shooting on an eight-foot rim. Dunking, I You want to dunk on a ten-foot rim. Go for it. Build the tension, build the release. You stand in that fire, and you said something I try to keep in mind with this podcast. When people were like, say, I was saying things that they thought were pro Trump or I'm whatever. I remembered you saying, if you stand in that fucking fire, you will come out of it and you will earn respect. Yeah, they might not agree, but they will respect you. Don't back the fuck down yep. on who you are. Yep. 
And to comics, it's the same idea. Do not back the fuck down on the tension. You take what comes with it, they will respect you eventually. They might begrudgingly so, but they yeah. will respect you. You're absolutely right. And you, if you want to be great, I think you got to stand in the face of that tension. Yep. Who's the great, great comic right now at our level? Andrew Schultz. I, I honestly think, I, and listen, I'm going to say this, I think you are the funniest comic at our level. I'll take it. That's working right now. Like I, I, and that's, when I talk to my friends about it who aren't even really friends with you, like, that guy's the fucking truth, he's funny, whatever. You are willing to do that. Michael Che gets a lot of love. He is very willing to it's do great. that. It's great. He's one of the guys that I talk about when people ask for funny. I say you. Gerard I say Carmichael stands in the tension. People he feel does. ambivalent about him, but one thing they will always marvel at is the fact that he can sit no. in the fucking tension. Gerard will say will say the tension. Yeah, I think he people question will. his release. Yeah, I don't think the release is as like maybe elite as some other people, but he is definitely willing to stay in his convictions, and I respect that. And so we can all yeah. as comedians say, you know what? I don't want to deal with the blowback. Let me do these safe jokes. But in reality, if you got in this business wanting to be one of the greats, you got to stand in that tension. And to a certain extent, and again, we're all personally accountable for our shit, but if networks are only putting on the jokes that don't create tension, yes, and they just kind of pander. Yeah, it's another, they're also accountable to do they, it. There's some accountability because at the end of the day, we want to do this for a living, right? So yeah. I understand comics who are maybe different than you and I, yeah. who aren't willing to... To not get chosen for that's, shit. But that's why the only way you were going to blow up was YouTube. Of course, right. The only right. That's the only path for me. But I understand these comics on some like business level and survival yeah. level, which is, okay, let me write some jokes that the networks will put on. Right. But the networks can't be surprised when people aren't laughing at their specials because- Or watching their specials. Or watching, which they're not, right? They, because you're putting stuff out that is fundamentally opposed to the, to the math of humor. Yeah. The math of humor is tension release. That's scientific, what you said. Science. Steve Martin's book, he took a college class. Right. That's what they said. It's tension and then release. There it is. So if you're if you're choosing acts that don't create tension and then have release, you can't be one surprised if they're not getting laughs and two surprised if people aren't watching because they're watching for release. Yeah. Tension and release. It's like you own a cupcake shop and then you're selling birds. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. it's like I'm not here for birds. I, I I came here to buy cupcakes. And you're like, I know, but we sold out of cupcakes. We're sorry, we don't do that. Or we don't do cupcakes anymore. People will stop going to your cupcake shop because you don't have what they want. Yeah, fundamentally, this is the thing. And even in terms of just tension and release, yeah. like even if it's not laughter, think about how fun it was when you first meet a girl and then you start texting. Yeah. And there's that tension of is she gonna text me back? And then the release of does she text me back? Boom. The more tension, the more the release. Absolutely. This is life. And humor is built on tension and release. It's, so yeah. if you're not building the tension, the release is, it's cute. It's cool. The more tension, the more release. Perfect example, rubber band. Pull that yep. fucking rubber band. Yep. You want to get that rubber band as close as you can without it breaking. Right. You want to pull it as far away from yes, you know, that's each exactly end what without you breaking. Do comic. Because, or you can even think of it more as like a, like a, a slingshot or some shit. Yeah. Right. You want to pull that back as far as you possibly can. And then if it's at the point where if you pulled any more, it would snap, but you don't pull any more and you let go, you can shoot something really far with yeah. it. Yeah. Now, if you're only pulling a little bit, it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. That's the no tension comedy. It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. Sure. But it's not the real release yeah. you need. The big tension comedy has a big risk Yeah. because you could pull a little bit too far and it happens with us all the time. 
and it just breaks. There is no laughs. It's just, yo, that was fucked up. And who are the greats? Mm. When people ask who's the greatest comics of all time, Chappelle all... comes up in our generation. Chappelle don't give a fuck. He will go at anybody. How he old is 15, attention. really? How old is 15, really? Trans jokes, whatever. He builds attention. Richard Pryor was talking about the wildest shit back then. My mom was, was a hooker. That's what he's saying, right? He's like, I suck dick. He basically had, yeah, he had an entire special where he just bombed. Built attention. Still, still smoking, was that what it's called? I don't know. George Carlin. Seven dirty words you can't say on television. I'm going to say all of them. Mm-hmm. Tension. Lenny Bruce. Lenny Bruce. I'm not supposed to cuss. I'm going to cuss. I'll go to jail. Tension. You want to be a great. You got to build that tension. I think Seinfeld is up there for a lot of people, maybe. All time, but like... I don't think Seinfeld's a great. I don't think he's widely... But you can put him in there. I don't see what he did. He it, might be an exception. Put it this way. There's exceptions. If there's no... If there's no Seinfeld TV show, Seinfeld isn't looked at Very as one true. of the greatest Very true. So a lot of his stand-up equity comes from the fact that he was in an incredibly successful TV right. show. Very That's true. just the reality of yeah. the matter. And we often think that famous people are good at things when they're a lot of times just famous. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Right? Uh, I do think he's good, but no, I no, see your he's, point. He's I was really just trying to find an exception to that, right, right. that greatness thing. Um, Brian Regan. Brian Regan. Is a guy who's clean, but there's tension. If you listen to his jokes, there's tension in there, mm. right? And he's completely clean and operates completely clean, but he creates tension. There's like an anger there. There's like some shit bubbling because he knows how to write jokes. Yeah. He knows how to create it. Even Kevin Hart, like the story about his titty telling, calling, yeah. the, calling the teacher a bitch. yeah. That's a tense, like, you're always building up to him actually calling his teacher a bitch. Sure. Building up to him. And then when he hits, the release is so fucking strong. I think that's a... Uh, Does this only apply to stand-up? Like, what about just, like, comedy TV, comedy well, I, movies? Well, like, Louis is a perfect example. Louis would build a lot of tension of his stand-up. Then he would also jerk off in front of women and make them watch. <laughs> So there was tension when he was like standing in front of the doorway, not letting them leave, release. and then release on them. <laughs> so there's there's that. No, but Louis' TV show is a lot of tension. A lot of yeah. drama. But I think, I think high stakes comedies, they always say raise the stakes in any act. Comedy, the stakes, the higher the stakes, the funnier it is. Yeah, but That's then tension. how does shows like, uh, what's that show on CBS that how I'm a, rating? Oh, the uh, uh, Big Bang Theory. Yeah. But like within that show, attention. they've established high stakes. This is this the whole premise of the show, and I actually think the show is funny. This fucking dork is in love with this hot girl. Okay. And he lives across the hall from her, and he's so into her, and she didn't give a fuck about him. That is tension. And then all the jokes that come from him being so into the girl and her not giving a fuck early on, that's the release. Yeah, again, or somebody not knowing and then saying something, that's the release. And again, like, like I tried to say earlier, it doesn't have to be provocative. Right. It... it it's just tension release. Tension release comes from a love story, right? Tension release comes from yeah. a death in the family. Tension release, you just need tension. Like dramas are based on that as well, right? This really dramatic moment happens and all of a sudden you have some release where these family come together and they build it, you know? Oh, so I got you. Okay. A lot of times we confuse and go, oh, you got to say something that's wrong. You got to go to jail. No, it's just, you have to create tension. And if comics are, or comedy specials are not doing well, I think fundamentally what's underneath all of it is there's not enough tension. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. And there's nothing tense about pandering. It's why I feel disgusted when, when like, I won't do jokes that are really funny that I've thought of if, the, if it comes across as pandering. I just won't do it. It just disgusts me on stage. Hmm. Yeah, the most fun joke is the one that you know they're not going to like it first. And then they like That's like the only joke you'll tell. Yeah. I'm not as... 
But like, that's the most fun. Sure. I agree. Shall we, guys? Word. Shall we continue our Sunday? Yo, thank you all so much for listening yes. to this podcast, man. Y'all really the fucking best, dude. It's unbelievable. And it's so cool to see these opportunities that we're getting because you guys listen. And know not just that. because you listen, because you're so fucking loyal. Know that. We got the most loyal fans, the Facts. most supportive fans, and we appreciate that so much, man. I'm telling you, man. I ca- yeah, one day I'm, I'll, I'll share even more of the things that the people talk to us, and you know, there's uh, good things happening for us, and it's because of you guys. So we are very excited to continue this journey, man. We are very excited. We're just getting started. So keep it tight, always. All right? Shouts to Mandy. Oh, we'll, see you in, <laughs> we'll see you in a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? Um, Alex, why'd you say, oh, God, because you're thinking about what it was like? <laughs> <That's stupid>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Never happened. I repeat, yeah, never happened. Exactly. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. This has been Flagrant 2. Peace. God bless.